clap, 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 clap. Brent has the clap. And he's got all the STDs. Uh, yes, he does. Nobody touch his dick. He's gonna (laughs) get to you. (laughs) One, there's no danger of anyone doing that. And two... Uh, I recently saw that they changed it from STD to STI. I see. I've like, seen I've, that. Yeah. And this is kind of the same thing where I see it's changed from uh, calling people homeless to being unhoused. I'm like, guys, we're fixing the wrong problem here. This is the, <laughs> the this words are not, not the problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> guys, we have to change it from disease to infection. Okay, great. And now what? Oh, I don't know. So that helps people not get the diseases or infections? Oh, no. They're, the numbers no, are going up. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's tripled, actually. Yeah. Actually, we're counting them as infections? So much oh, worse. Oh, man. Way worse. Plus, <laughs> the rebranding. Got our name out there to the kids. Now they want STIs. It's not a. It's not a good thing. Oh my They're god! Collecting them like those, uh, like fucking Pokemon cards. Oh my god! Like the fucking Pokemons. You got a Squirtle. <laughs> I got a Squirtle. I I tried, and then once I could Squirtle, mm-hmm. I couldn't stop. Oh my god! My Psyduck was not happy. Not about cool. It, tell you that it's not cool. How many other Pokemon can you name, Steven? Oh, I thought you just made something up. I didn't. I just like ignored oh. that whole word. I thought, I thought that was a whole different thing. I was like, "Wow, he's really good at making up words on the spot." Because you are. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So I got Pikachu. Oh, okay, that's one. Squire Trill. Oh no! Is that close? Just nope, nope. Um, there's Squirtle. I believe is what you were Optimus aiming for. Prime. Is he one? Yeah, he was the first Pokemon. Yeah. Wow, man, I. I think I nailed it with that one then, because I'm going to stop it right there just because I don't want to embarrass you with all the ones that I do know. Sure, that that'd be great. Right, I don't want to. I don't want to go too far on the show right now and just like really rip off the the Pokemon Band Aid, you know? Which I imagine would yeah. have Pikachu on it. Exa- yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, because he's the he's it the has cool one. Pikachu on it, and then if Pikachu gets hurt, they put a Mickey Mouse Band Aid on there. Wow! And then if, <laughs> if Mickey Mouse gets hurt, they put a Bugs Bunny Band Aid on there because they're huh. like, watch yourself, because. He's right behind you. Watch yourself, cuz. Is that, is that Bugs Bunny behind him? Hey, watch yourself, cuz. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> then Optimus Prime steps into the, in the frame. Sam! Retrieve the all spark. <laughs> Why? I lost it. <laughs> my Find My Phones app is not working, Sam. I'm playing the chime. <laughs> <laughs> Could you hear it? Nobody, nobody. <laughs> Is it hard to hear over the sound of wrenching metal? Everybody stop moving. (laughs) (laughs) What did he say? I don't know. Let's transform. (laughs) No, we have to change back. We hear better as vehicles. That's right. That's right. Well, I was a blender, but okay. All right. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Uh, well, Brent, I had a fun game that someone brought up to work the other day, and uh, oh. I sent this through our, our friend text message, um, but I, I wanted to speak about it here as well because it's always fun to bring up fun word games, and this one is uh, is one where you, you take your name, okay, and you replace every vowel in it. Yours is a little difficult for this, I gotta admit. Just just have one, yeah. You only have one, but uh, you take every vowel, and for every vowel, you replace that with the letters O-O-B, Okay. Oh, okay. So, like, I, yeah. Steven, would now be, it's so hard for me to do, uh, Stube, mm-hmm. Vubin, Stube Vubin, 
<laughs> <Stupid> right? <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so I would be Rube. Rubent. Yeah. Rubent. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I I struggled remembering if you if your name is Brent or if it is uh Brett. <laughs> no, no, no. If it's Brent, I don't think there was like it's not like Britain. It's not like uh Brent Thwait. It is uh just Brent. Is it? Is that Could correct? Be. Uh, sure. Well, no, I never I'm, looked I'm at my driver's license about before. Your... <laughs> Let me. You know what? I never paid attention. But I just, I just did think in my head right now that it'd be, it would be fun because you have a lot of B's in your name already, and we're putting an oob sound in there. So your last name uh-huh. would be good for this. You got two, you got two vowels for your last name. This is true. It, but it'd be like, <laughs> you add all the B's together. Like my last name would would make you want to beatbox. Yeah, yeah. You actually get there. So Hibbard. Hibbard would be Hoobird. 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 Yeah? Hoobird. Hey, class. Hoobird. You got to tell me. I can smell it. It's the law. I can smell it right now. I'm going to taste it with my tongue like a snake. And look, I memorized all of your bathroom schedules. Oh, I will find you. I have a particular set of skills, and most of it is tasting farts. Like seven of them are tasting farts. I have very good farts. I have three additional skills, unrelated. I'm a world champion sandcastle builder, minor league, minor league. I can underwater basket weave with minimal success, but it is a talent. I can, I made one once, and most people have not made one at all. Final skill, mm-hmm. piss tasting. So it's oh, in the realm, <laughs> I guess. But well, that's just a sexual kink, right? It's just something I'm into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's not. That's not a. Mm-hmm. That's not. I mean, it's a skill, sure, but it's it's also like something you're mm-hmm. into, and that's kind of how yeah. you got. I mean, I guess that's all how all, all hobbies start. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you taste one cup of pee, you taste another. Yeah. Sudden, suddenly, you're having a good time. You know? Like if you've ever gone to the restroom. And to make a, a, a piddle. Right. Especially when you're young, you're like new to the planet. You're like, oh, wow. I didn't realize my body made lemonade. Right. <laughs> That's so crazy. Maybe this is what that Beyonce album was about. Mm-hmm. So then you try it. It's not lemonade. You know? But. It's not lemonade. I mean, you could uh, hop on a surfboard mm-hmm. and, you know, surf your way through it, but really not going to do you much good. Wait, what's the surfboard part? You don't get that reference. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Is this another Pokemon? Oh, damn it. <laughs> Steven, do you ever worry about the day that the Swifties and the Bayhive start warring with each other? I think about it often. I am, like, low-key afraid of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now that you mention it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Because they're just, there's no reasoning with either side. That's the and problem. I know you're a Swiftie. I know. I know you're a Swiftie, I but know. I feel like you could be reasoned with. You, you, I'm, not, I'm not saying you're a... Right. Look, it, it just so happens a man is the leader of the Swifties, okay? It's, right. It's just, it just worked out that way, you know? Yeah. Um, and here's the thing. I am not so far down the rabbit hole that I think that I would, you know, couldn't be reached. But um, I'm pretty sure, even though my wife does like Beyonce's music, if, uh, if push came to shove, literally, 
Um, mm. She would. She's scrappy, and uh, and she's a swifty, you know. And uh, I think I I I'm saying I would have to bail her out a couple of times. I think in this fight. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. yeah. But I I love her, you know. Even though I, she beats everybody that yeah. says Swifty's bad, you know that's just her. That's just mm-hmm. her fight in the world. Well, I'll tell you what. I've never said that. I will never say that. You know. Oh, I say a lot of wild shit on this podcast. Yeah, I don't have any desire to start anything with neither the Swifties nor the Bayhive. Hey, you know what? Mm-hmm. We'll just be over here doing our thing. You know. Do you think? Are you ever worried about the Swifties and the Bayhive getting together and coming after the? Um, uh, uh, Lincoln Parkheads, as as you're known, <laughs> the Park Pals, the Park Pals. Um, <laughs> That's way better. I was like, what they even be? Um, no, like you know what? I've never thought about them teaming up, and uh, that's even more terrifying. I think. Just saying, like, it, it'd it be like it's like when two superheroes first meet, you have to fight each other. Right? It's just like part of the fun of it, you know, like. Uh, can the Hulk beat Ant Man? Probably not. Honestly, mm-hmm. I mean it's, it's a tall order. Right. Go either way, and then they meet. They got they got to fight, and then after the fact, they're like, go after a focused target. So if that's the right. case, okay, fifties Bayhive start warring, and then mm-hmm. they realize, oh, we're kind of on the same side for the most part. Mm-hmm. Then they go after like literally any any other thing on the planet. Oh, and that's how they take fought. over. Mm-hmm. Wow. What if it's... Okay, hold on. Mm-hmm. Holy shit, okay. Steven. We have to write this movie. <laughs> well, I I just say it, you write it down. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you're you're part of that, but I just can't read or write. Exactly. So the Swifties and the Bayhive, mm-hmm. they start warring. And in the background, okay. as a B-plot, AI, technology, all of the stuff that we're worried about in the, our real world right, right. is starting to take over, you know? It's becoming a little bit Skynetty. Mm-hmm. So then the Bayhive, the Swifties, they team up to take on essentially the Matrix slash Skynet. Hell yeah. I'm watching this movie in my head right now. The, yeah. The Matrix Terminators. <gasps> yeah. Mm-hmm. Matrix Nators? <laughs> Matrix The Matronators, yes. The Matronators. <gasps> yeah. That sounds terrifying. Uh-huh. Exactly. The Matronators. No right. <laughs> then at a certain point toward the end of the movie... Like a lot of the the combatants on both sides, good people uh-huh. on both sides, Stephen. Right, uh, taken out, and then in like one final rallying cry speech, you know, to really uh-huh. like pick pick the troops up for one final strike against evil. Taylor Swift stands up from the wreckage. She says, "Haters gonna hate, 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 hate." Wow! But not today, day, day, day. You know, like the sparkly ass, like glitter flag flies up Damn. in the background, and then you can actually, like, as they're filming this, you can actually hear people from the future in the audience watching this say, mm-hmm. "This is a sign. She's gay. We know she's gay. <laughs> There's a lot of white guys, but she's definitely gay. She's definitely gay." There's a, a bunch of subreddits uh, have been popping up for me. They've been like suggesting more, and there's one that's called Gayler Swift. And all it is oh, is them course. trying to prove that by showing different photos yeah. of her with like, oh, well, she's she definitely uh, was walking with this woman and she's either a friend 
or a lover, if you know what I mean. And it's like, he, <laughs> yeah, wait, all I mean. you showed me was a photo of two people walking next to each other. I, I don't see. Yeah. Nope. Definitely gay for each other. Okay. Uh, okay. Internet. Yeah. Have a good one. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, why, man, they just want it so bad. Like, I feel like she, she would just say, 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 uh, you know? right. Why wouldn't she? She doesn't care if they hate, yeah. hate, hate, hate. She said that already. Exactly. This is what I'm saying. So you've already said that you can say anything. Like, I don't. Yeah. Yeah. You can Beyonce anything. Um, mm-hmm. I'll allow it. That's right. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, King. Well, I do look forward to the day that the Matronators take over the world and uh, and teach all of us uh, about good music, I, I suppose. Um, oh, my God. I, I would love to... Uh, as a uh, cross promotion, mm-hmm. like food item from a train <clears throat> restaurant, you know how like Wendy's has the Baconator. They have a Matronator <laughs> where it's like a version of that, but you know, powerful female singer related. Yeah, I'm yeah. trying to think of what that would be, but I think we'll get more and more trouble if we try to describe what that sandwich would be. So I'm mm-hmm. just going to say that a man went in the kitchen and got and had to make it. How about that? That's right. Okay. He's like, what is this? This is a, a burger for a woman? Okay, so we got tuna in there for sure. <laughs> nope. Uh, the, nope. Don't get us in trouble, Brent. <laughs> it's not me. That was not me. That was the fake Wendy's uh, uh, guy. I, I apologize to you as well, Brent, because his name is also Brent. That's not my fault. I mean, we can't make this stuff up. <laughs> Yeah, it's this not is like just simply how yeah. the the script was written. It's not our fault. We read anything that's in front of us. What are you supposed to do? Not think about it, people. Think about it. Yeah. Well, listen. From one matronator uh, servant to the next uh, mm-hmm. in the future war that that we we know will happen, uh, I look forward to uh, to the day that they can teach us all about you know uh, living together in harmony after you you know vanquish your enemies. Oh my god! If you say something about living in harmony. And they don't harmonize at the oh end my of the God. movie to just, like, take us out over a beautiful sunset. <laughs> Are we even living, you know? Uh, I think that's a beautiful note to, to end that on and, and begin this wonderful show. So we're doing it. I'm Steven. I'm Brent. Welcome to Let's Talk About Stuff, where today we are doing 1993 Super Mario Brothers. No, 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 no. The no. movie. No, 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 no. Part two, baby. No. We're doing a, a Super Mario Brothers came out a little bit later uh, in 2023. The uh, I think it is it is fully titled the Super Mario Brothers movie. And yes. um, yeah, I'm looking forward to discussing this with you, Brent. I'm going to hold back my my judgment about this movie. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, I was a big fan of the original and uh, and still the greatest movie of all time, uh, at least video game movie of all time, Super Mario Brothers from 1993. But you were not yeah. last week, you know, and that's okay. Uh-huh. And so we'll we'll see if how that how that affects us this week, you know. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm I've I've been bracing for it, you know. I've been doing my my ass kegels. Oh just, yeah, just ready for an ass full of of your your thoughts on this. So uh, I look forward yeah. to telling you the ass full of my thoughts on this. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Indeed. Well, uh, to start us off, did you want to tell us about a little mini topic you have today? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So there was a movie that came out a couple of weeks ago on Hulu called Self Reliance. Mm. Are you familiar with Self Reliance? Self Reliance. I don't think I've even heard of that. No. It's from uh, actor, writer, and director Jake Johnson. Oh, I did hear about this. Yes, yes. yes. I didn't know what it was called. It has, okay. Yeah. It has Anna Kendrick in it. Right. Um, but not as much as you would think, you know? Mm-hmm. She was she was kind of the... Uh, seeing them on the, uh, the like, tile together, mm. I was like, oh, okay. This right. seems like it would be fun. 
because I like them both. But together, my God. Sounds like, like a good a, time. It's like a Swift Yonce. This is their fourth movie say. together. Did you know that? Is it? Yeah. Well, you can't make this up. <laughs> you almost were like, uh, you better say them or I'm moving on. I don't, I don't know what to tell you right now. Uh, yeah, they, I, I know one movie, at least of them, called Drinking Buddies. Um, that was uh, from 2013. It's a, uh, it has Olivia Wilde, Jake Johnson, Anna Kendrick, and Ron Livingston. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, and it's, a, it's like an indie film, but it was, it's like a brewery and stuff. It's pretty good. I can't remember the rest of them. Uh, I saw a thing with them that said uh, they were reuniting on this, and I was like, oh, that's right. They were in that movie together. And uh, then they were like, no, they've been friends for a long time, and this is like their fourth movie together. So uh, apparently, yeah, they've done a few. That's the only one I've but seen. But it didn't now. tell you what the the other two movies well, were. Well, the problem is, is that I'm looking at Jake Johnson's filmography, and I don't have a cross uh-huh. reference with Anna Kendrick's filmography right now. And guess what? They've both been in a lot of movies, and I don't, I, <laughs> I can't remember yeah. which ones they were in together. Um, mm-hmm. That's the problem. Like, I feel like Mike and Dave need need wedding dates. Yeah, they were both in that movie, but he's not like a big part mm-hmm. in that movie. So I don't know how much yeah, they actually uh, did. I think this is. Uh, the one I mentioned before, Drinking Buddies, they're they're like there's only mm-hmm. like four people mostly in that movie, uh, these four friends. But um, and this one, I was looking forward to you know them like being able to play off each other even more in this one. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so in this movie, there's a guy. He's a bit of a loser, if you can imagine such a mm-hmm. thing. And uh, he gets picked up by this, this mysterious limo. And uh, he doesn't have anything going on in his life. His his uh, day job is pretty boring. He lives at home with his mother. Uh, he calls her his roommate, mm-hmm. but we find out it's his mother. Spoilers. Um, and he gets as he's like walking to work one day. Uh, this limo pulls up alongside him, and it's Andy Samberg as himself. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Hey, do you want to uh, go on a limo ride?" And Jake Johnson's like, "Yeah, I don't got shit else to do." So he hops in there. And he finds out that he's been entered, uh, I guess not entered into it, but uh, he's been given the opportunity mm-hmm. to participate mm-hmm. in this contest. And he ends up going to this warehouse and these two like German or Swiss guys or whatever, uh, they tell him, all you have to do is not get murdered in the next month. Mm. You've got 30 days. Uh, in that 30 days, you've got people coming to find and kill you. but." Uh, if you survive that, we'll give you a million dollars or whatever. So he's like, okay, sure. He takes on that task, and uh, he, he finds out that if somebody is with him, he can't get murdered because they don't want to ruin anyone else's life. It's simply mm. just him alone. Mm-hmm. So if he's by himself, he can get murked uh, without any consequence, right. really. So uh, really, the the overall theme of the movie is... Uh, trying to say that you want to be around people without actually mm-hmm. uh, admitting it, I guess, is kind of how it goes along. And it was an enjoyable movie, and it, it takes you on a this, like, fun ride. I will say the ending of it left me a, a little bit, like, cold because mm-hmm. it seems like everything kind of wraps up fairly neatly. And uh, I really thought there was going to be, like, like, one final, like, twist to it or whatever, but didn't end up being the case. Mm-hmm. That said, I thought the uh, the overall ride of it was enjoyable enough, and I I like Jake Johnson uh, well enough that uh, it was it was worth it for me. So uh, you watched New Girl, right? Wasn't he on there? Yeah, and he's one of the best parts of New Girl. 
uh, as well. Well, there you go. I've really liked yeah. him for a long time. He's also briefly in 21 Jump Street. He's the principal. That's like, uh, I'm one more gay black kid getting punched in the face from having a nervous breakdown. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's like, it's, it's eight o'clock in the morning. Uh, he's just such a, like a, a fun, like, I don't know that his, his whole shtick. I just really dig, you know, but, um, I, yeah. I guess I got, uh, when I saw the trailers for this, I'd kind of forgotten or didn't realize that he had written and directed it. I'd heard about him doing that. And yeah. I, I think in my head I was mixing it up because Charlie Day also was writing and directing something of his own. I, I confuse them all the time. I don't think I usually all do that, time. but I've been doing it lately. Yeah. And then when you mentioned uh-huh. it, I was like, yeah, uh, I heard about this. It's like, and I was like picturing Charlie Day. And then you, uh, I pulled up the picture and I was like, oh, wait, I was way off. So uh, I didn't know, yeah, this was him. I'm curious about that. But mm-hmm. I do love him. I love her so much. Um, this seems like it'd be like a fun watch without too much pressure on it. Mm-hmm. But I'm with you that, yeah. um, you know, uh, the ending could be a little lackluster. We'll see, but um, mm-hmm. I'm intrigued by it. Yeah. yeah, it's produced by the Lonely Island as well, <clears throat> so okay. uh, that's why Andy Samberg is right. involved, and um, yeah, some of the, the other guys, I guess, like worked on it. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, overall, it was a it was a light watch, and I was uh, fairly engrossed in the story. Um, but uh, yeah, let me know what you think about the ending whenever right you watch it. Yeah, I'm curious for that one for sure. So, mm-hmm. um, all right, let me see. I have a bunch of stuff I've been watching lately. I had mentioned uh, lately that I've been writing reviews on Letterboxd, so if people want to go follow that, I'm going to try to, I was telling Brent before the show, I'm going to try to, when I have this list of things that I want to mention on the show, if I don't mention them in like a month or whatever, I might just lop them off there and you can go read about it. But I'm going to try to talk about things that I really liked more uh, on the podcast okay. than, than things I didn't mm-hmm. or whatever. So there's a few things i've watched recently that i was like yeah that didn't really work out for me i'm not gonna mention them but uh there's one i want to mention for you brent and uh it's <laughs> it's a, a movie on netflix called metal lords metal lords metal lords um so hmm. i didn't know if you uh, knew this one or not but um you know uh, i think you mentioned even last week that anytime metal is shown in a movie they just like don't get it right um yeah. and i'm really curious to see your opinion about this uh, as you mentioned in the last okay. movie for me uh, because mm-hmm. as you probably see from the cover, you're like, this is not, uh, like this is probably going to be like a, I guess like a poser movie, right? Like they're not really going to understand it. It's, it's essentially, it's like, uh, kids in high school. Uh, one of them is like a band geek. He's like a drummer in the like school band. Um, his best friend is a like heavy metal dude who like a guitarist and he wants to have like a band and then they don't have a bass player. And so they meet like a new girl from, I think Scotland or Ireland that's in their school and she plays the cello. So they kind of invite her to play in the band. And it's like one of those like simple, sweet little stories, you know, like obviously there's like Mm -hmm. bullying in it and they overcome their fears and then they, whatever. What do you say? Obviously. We're really cool people. I mean, look at him. He's wearing makeup at school. Hey. He's got long hey. hair. Nobody else is wearing corpse paint to school, Stephen. <laughs> is that what that's really called? I, corpse paint? Corpse paint, yeah. That yeah. makes sense now. I just never knew. This is the cool stuff that I learned from you about uh, about the metal you know, world. A lot of people don't know this, but if you go... Look, this is going to get dark briefly, but hang hang in there. Oh, yeah. If you, if you go to uh, a funeral... And you have a viewing like beforehand or they just have an mm-hmm. open casket funeral or something like that. What you see is not what the final outcome is. So mm. before they put the person in the ground, uh-huh. they do add corpse paint. I to didn't them. realize that's so the Grim Reaper <laughs> when the Grim Reaper shows up, he could be like, oh, corpse. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Come, come, come with me. Yeah, that's right. He's you also look like my face a little bit. He's deathly scared of humans. 
So, absolutely. Yeah, he doesn't absolutely. want to see us. He's like, well, come on, take those pennies off your eyes. Let's go. I got my raft right here. You like a new one? A lot of people think this scythe is like scary, but really it's just a paddle. Just a paddle. Hey. We don't have paddle technology down here, but it works as one. I just imagine him trying to paddle with one of those, but he could do it. He's yeah. a big, big guy, big arms, big biceps. Yeah. Death. So how are the the Seahawks doing this year? I haven't been able to keep up. Like, I just have to ask you. You're not into sports? My bad. That's going to be a long ride. All right. <laughs> what do you like? Oh, you have a podcast? Oh, All right. It's a silent ride. They, they hit the button. They had that little, like, plastic window roll up. On the canoe. They can just yeah. talk around it, but they're like, nah, no, no. No, no, There's a signal there for sure. Yeah, exactly. Message sent and received. Um, but, yeah, I, I have seen this. Uh, before this came out in 2022 it looks like uh and i was like should i watch this because it looks like it has uh the one kid from uh from it Jaden martell movie, right? yeah he plays bill yeah. in it yeah so he's like yeah. the drummer in this yeah okay but you is it you've seen it you say you've seen the movie or you just remember seeing I, the no, poster no, i i i remember yeah i okay. remember seeing the 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 tile on netflix gotcha. and I, I hovered over it like a couple of times right and I was like, should I? Like, it, it can really go one of two ways. I'm and so I, curious for yeah. you. It's uh, it really it really does bother me, Steven. There's uh, I I haven't finished the show yet. Uh-huh. I'm still watching it. But uh, there's an episode of the Peacock series that I was hoping would come to mind I know, if I right? just like, I started talking about it. <laughs> Poker face. Poker oh, face. Yeah, yeah. Pretty good oh, things. Wah wah wah. So I uh. We, I've made it like halfway through that series. I've been watching it with my wife, uh-huh. uh, just like an episode at a time here and there. And uh, there's an episode that has to do with a metal band. Mm-hmm. And I was like through this whole thing, like I'm enjoying it. Like it's really good. It's it's. I don't know that it's in the world of mm-hmm. uh, uh, fucking Knives Out. Oh uh, right, guy. but it's from that same group. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, but it's like yeah from a uh, classic uh, fucking. <laughs> God damn it. I keep teeing up things that I can't pay off. I, 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 I officially have low T. Classic detective. Um, I, I was trying to say um, uh, Baltimore resident <laughs> Ryan. What's his name? <laughs> God damn it. Where are you going with this? Baltimore resident Ryan. Yeah, the director of Knives Out. Johnson. Ryan Johnson. Right. There we go. Woo, we got yeah. there. <laughs> it, worth it all of it every bit of it um yeah because i i say you know classic baltimorean because right. it really sounds like this oh i love being in baltimore i have a very strange accent <laughs> but uh there's a all that to say there's a, a fucking episode that has to do with a metal band and as i'm watching it even though I'm like enjoying the episode in and of itself, mm-hmm. I'm like, this music isn't right. Like, why do people do this? Why do they even step in this arena if they don't know? And look, there's when I say I like metal, there, metal is a huge term. Uh-huh. It covers a lot of, there's a ton of variety in it. But it's like, wow, you didn't get like 2% of this right. Like, it's, it's crazy. But then they save it at the very end. And I'm not going to spoil anything, but I will say... It, they they purposely did what they did and i was like okay okay i will allow it it was for a storytelling reason yes so it worked out mm-hmm. and they they, well, they give you a, a little hint uh-huh. at the beginning of the episode really good show I really good show yeah. yeah i um 
you had mentioned there's a, a a horror movie where some guys play a song of the undead and it like raises like zombies. So it's from like New Zealand. You watched it a few yeah. years ago, and mm. I remember being like, ah, I really, I don't, I didn't like it. Like they didn't, they didn't really get the metal genre and blah blah blah. And I watched it and mm. I was like, it was pretty good because I don't have <laughs> right, any yeah. stakes in it, right? Right, but, right, um, yeah. This one, I, I'm curious because it, it kind of made, made me think of that one, like that mm. it would probably be that way to you. But then at a certain point, uh, there's like instead of like angels and, ge- and demons on his shoulder, there's like uh, people that show up in the scene where he's like trying to mm. figure out what to do. And there's a bunch of guys that I don't know. But then there's one that I did know, and it's Tom Morello. And oh, so, so the yeah. other ones are Scott Ian, uh, Kirk Hammett yeah. and Rob Halford. Yes, from Anthrax, Metallica, and then Judas uh-huh. Priest. Okay, there you respectively. go. So the four yeah. of them are are his like angels and devils. Uh, oh, so I was like, oh well. Nice. If, and then I looked him up, and I was like, well, obviously he, I knew him, but then I was like, I'll look them up, and obviously they were all like metal guys. And so I was like, well, maybe mm-hmm. they're given like their you know kind of blessing on this movie. Tom Morello was also the like music uh, producer for this movie oh so yeah. i'm hoping that that means like it does actually sound good to you like they have like mm-hmm. their original song in there like it's it's one of those movies where they're they're playing like a battle of the bands and they're not really quite ready for it and then there's like a, a pop band in the school uh who they think are like douchey and they're like gonna you know they make a bet on the side or whatever so they're like trying to make it so they have the original songs but then they have cover songs that they're trying to learn some of which i knew uh just like old like hard rock songs is what i would think of them but uh and then some of that i didn't um but it was cool like seeing the girl with the cello play with them and stuff that was really cool um the guy from it is really good actor but the uh hunter is like the main like metal kid in it and i've never known who this other who this kid played up his name is adrian greensmith and uh, he mm-hmm. was great. I thought he really fit the role. He plays like a his parents were divorced, so he turned to metal to like you know find an outlet. And uh, it, to me, it felt really like true to life. Um, it has like an eighty four percent in Rotten Tomatoes, so I'm I'm hoping mm-hmm. it you know it it people liked it. Uh, but I liked it. I, I dug it. It's not like a great movie, but it's it's fun. You know, easy to yeah. put on. Is is the name of their band Skullflower? Yes, Skullflower. Is it? Okay, hold on. I found the song. Yeah, it's a strong movie. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's so like, she plays like. Yeah. Is it cello? It's like a cello. Or she just plays a stand up bass. Yeah. She might eventually have a stand up bass, but I think it's a cello. Yeah. So it's, it's a bit sludgier and um, has more groove to it than I would think. A guy wearing corpse paint would play. Oh, uh-huh. But hey. Steven, I don't hate it. Hey, I love it. It's got some movement to it, you know? <laughs> Good. So the name of the song is Machinery of Torment. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. I didn't know in the movie, I, I couldn't tell like what was a real song or what was their songs or whatever. Um, yeah. So I didn't know if this was one they covered in that, but they they do sing like an original song. I think this is it. So yeah. Hell yeah! Well, they have some like good song. I found this uh, this playlist. Uh huh. From the movie. Uh, this is the first song on it, but it's uh it has like the actual artist's song. So uh, Metallica's "For Whom the Bell Tolls" so that, is on here. I don't, that's yeah. the one they like 
the drummer like practices the most, and that's when like they connect with the cello girl, and she can like play that or whatever. So that's the fun part. I feel like I'm kind of spoiling things, but it's like one of those movies like you you could probably guess what happens, sort of thing, right? Like, and it it just plays like a nice coming of age story or whatever. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's fun to see them kind of like go through the songs that I do know, and then you know the, like, the songs that I don't know. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. They are. But you liked it overall. I like the movie. I think fun, you like, would watching? like it. And I was so curious okay. to know, yeah, what you thought of it. Uh, the last spoiler I'll give for this is that when you said Skullflower, I was like, oh yeah, that's the name of their band. Uh, their band is called mm-hmm. Skullfucker. Throughout the whole movie, oh. and then to play the Battle of the Bands, they have to change it. And then they, I, I kind of like Skullflower better. So you kind of threw me off guard when you said that. I was like, oh right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they're like teenagers. You know, they can't they can't go around called Skullfucker. But um, right. yeah, I dig it. I, it's a really quick watch. Um, it's on, it's available on Netflix. I think it's like a Netflix movie. Um, it came out in uh, like twenty twenty two, I think. Yeah, and um, yeah, I think you would uh, you would dig it. Um, I'd be very curious to get your opinion on it. So um, okay, and it was uh, I liked it in particular because it was um, written and directed by people. Uh, it was written by uh, DB Weiss, who is one of the co-creators of Game of Thrones. Obviously, you and I are huge fans. Um, Absolutely. But Peter Solette was the director. He did Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist, which is one of my favorite movies. So uh, and also mm-hmm. a very music filled movie. So. Um, yeah, so that was cool to, to see him like still working on stuff, and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was a quick movie. Um, I think it was like an hour and a half. Like you know, get in, get out. Oh so guys, we're doing it right. Okay, look, a, a lot of boxes being checked for old Brett yeah. here. Okay, <laughs> I know. I'm digging it. I like this. Right on, uh, man. By the way, I I have brought <clears throat> saying Game of Thorns into my real life. <laughs> like, just I, that's just how I say it, uh-huh. and. Uh, people will correct me every time, and then I always say, "No, it's actually Game of Thorns." You're not. A lot of people don't say it right. Like I just do my bit for the show. You really like hold it. Damn. I could see on their face, like, oh, maybe I'm saying it wrong. <laughs> because I, I always say, you know, if you look at their the chair they sit in, very thorny. They're like, well, yeah, oh yeah, honestly, yeah. I can't say right. no to that. They they He's have not a, a lot of posters. Wow, that's, yeah. that's hilarious, dude. Right. It is a Game of Thorns. I never thought about it. And you just walk away like, job, my job here is done. <laughs> hey, you know, hey, fuck it. Been off and Weiss, suck my ass. I don't know what to tell you. You fucking open an umbrella and just fly off like fucking Mary Poppins. <laughs> this is your goal in life. <laughs> just to disrupt people. <laughs> what a disruptor. Oh, my God. Turns out this disruptor was an idiot the whole time. Oh, boy. Um do you have anything else to say on uh, on that no, one? No, I'm good with that one, man. Okay. Uh, let me tell you about a uh, my next thing, okay. Stephen. My my next mini topic. And uh, I just want to say, Stephen, have you ever heard of The Toxic Avenger? Um, <laughs> look, I, I've told you, I've, uh, I've seen the four live-action movies. Uh-oh. I've not seen the Peter Dinklage movie. It's, it's not out and available yet. But look, man, I remember from my youth seeing this animated oh, Toxic Avenger series. Yeah, yeah. It's called The Toxic Crusaders. And uh, I found on Tubi, shout out to Tubi. Oh, man. They're, they're really doing it big and bold over there. Um, they have The Toxic Crusaders, the movie, available to stream right there. Oh, okay. And, like, minimal commercials. I think they had, like, two commercials oh, that's awesome. during the whole thing, which is incredible. And there was different commercials each time. And... Um, so the series, the animated series, debuted in 1991, mm. which was just a few years after the the movies came out. 
And, um, but you know, it's kind of like back in the day, they would take these R rated properties like Robocop Mm. and another example I can't think of, Mm -hmm. like Rambo, turn them into animated series and be like, okay, yeah, so they're like kid friendly now a little bit. Um, they did the same thing with the Toxic Avenger. They call the series the Toxic Crusaders because he's got like a group of friends that are also kind of like weird looking that show up and, and help him out. Um, they repackaged the movies in 1997 as the the movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's really just the first three episodes of the original 91 series edited together. And uh, they released it on D- uh, DVD in 1997, which was significant because it's the same year as Flint Biscuit's debut album, $3 oh. Bill, y'all. So it really all just makes sense. You know, if you really think about it, on the course of human history, it's all connected. It's all connected, mm-hmm. you know? And, uh, it's a beautiful thing. Steven, I might say this might be one of the better versions mm. of the Toxic Avenger. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it, it's, as I was watching it, because I was... Like, doing other things while I had it on because I was like, God, this is going to be a slog. But I I was compelled to do this uh-huh. for the show. I love it. And I was like, oh, let me throw this on while I'm working on this puzzle. <laughs> and uh, so I had it on. And I got to say, it was entertaining the whole time because it, it's really like uh, it's one of those shows where it's aimed at kids, but it has jokes in there for adults. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's not anything like... Uh, that's like super gross like kids couldn't see it's just like you know uh just some humor goes over kids heads they're not really thinking about it but there's this uh one henchman in this animated series that's always like just uh whenever the the main bad guy is setting up a plot to do something evil the henchman is always like what do you think is going to happen do you think the toxic avenger is going to show up and do this 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 and this <laughs> and he's just like laying out exactly what will happen He's like predicting the future, and uh, they break the fourth wall a few times uh-huh. and whatnot. And uh, they they uh, essentially, as an animated series, retell the origin of the Toxic Avenger and gotcha. how uh, Milton becomes. I think his name is Milton. Milton Marvin, something like that, mm-hmm. uh, becomes the Toxic Avenger. Uh, he has a girlfriend in this one who uh, is blonde and kind of like ditzy, but it's uh, the uh her name is different than what's in the movies mm-hmm. for whatever reason and she's not blind in the series she just like loses her contact lenses so she can't see very well <laughs> and I'm like what? why like what's what's the difference there i guess like i i don't i really wasn't maybe they were just like trying to like skirt all the way around of like uh you know dogging on differently mm-hmm. abled people mm-hmm. i don't know but um yeah i i thought it was like actually pretty fun i no, i i'm stopping here uh-huh. You know, outside of the Peter Dinklage movie, right. I will watch that. I'm stopping here, except I, for one more. It's a, look, all I have to do is watch all the remaining episodes of the animated series. No, oh uh, I feel like I'm good here. But uh, I got to say, the first Toxic Avenger live action movie is uh, pretty fun. This animated series is pretty fun. Uh, the second, third, uh, and fourth sequels. Right. Nah. Not so much. Nah. No, 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 no. <laughs> like th- those dividends fall off pretty quickly. No, 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 no. I yeah. am so curious about this whole thing, this whole endeavor of yours, because uh, as I'd mentioned on those episodes, I uh, that episode that you mentioned it, I I had remembered this a little bit, but I haven't watched him since you've talked about it. And in particular, this Toxic Crusaders thing is making me think that like <laughs> I'd seen that before. 
Yeah. And I'm not, I, I'm just like, it, it, I don't know. It's like sparking something in my head. Uh, so now Joy? I really want to go. Yeah, I hope so. I want to go back to Tubi and check that out. Um, also, I, when I was looking that up, I found there's a 1992 Toxic Crusaders video game that was released oh. on like Genesis and stuff. And then it says uh, a side-scrolling beat-em-up Toxic Crusaders remake was announced last year for all modern consoles probably with that movie okay. release they haven't released it yet so we'll see but hmm. um i do like the idea of finding this old game too but yeah i wonder if this is like an untapped memory for me that i just kind of you know put in a box a toxic box mm-hmm. and toxic, uh yeah. a toxic box and uh and decided not to touch for all these years but maybe maybe man i'm curious i mean when you are aware of the toxic avenger crusaders etc the whole multiverse uh-huh, right you really start thinking back on uh, reality mm-hmm. and being like oh okay i think i understand the context for life i can see the ones zeros and now twos oh wow of the matrix we live in right, where right, it's right. like huh so it turns out britney spears song toxic was about the toxic Avenger, <laughs> the whole time you didn't see the music video he's in there man oh my god She's trying to sex him up the whole time. Man, she's Mm -hmm. like a a secret spy that's working alongside the Toxic Avenger off screen most of the time. But you could see in like reflections (laughs) of like video screens and windows and shit. It's like he's we get it. You know, it's what caused so many problems with JT. Yeah, it really was. And JTT. I don't know if you knew about that, but Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Yeah. 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 <laughs> he was involved in conspiracy somewhere, but I'm not even sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I'm looking forward to visiting these in my my future as well, and I will let you know. And then, uh, in particular, I'm I'm looking forward to that new Peter Dinklage one as well. So, uh, mm-hmm. let us know whenever you do get a chance to see that, Brent. Oh, please believe I certainly will. <laughs> awesome. I uh, might even like if I watch it late at night in the middle of a work week. I will call you and be like, Steve, we have to stage an emergency podcast it's right 2 now. It's Brent. We have to live stream we this podcast. <laughs> it's going to be bad. But yeah, I got to tell you about this shit I just saw. I'm excited for that, though. Me too. Um, well, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold my, uh, my other mini topics for another time. You're going to hold on for one more day? Uh, yeah. Okay, good. I was hoping it was queued up. It wasn't. I was. I was ready no, to jam really, out. Yeah, I've, you're like I'm not that good. Of, of all the cues, I don't. I just. I didn't have that one. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, did you? Did you want to jump into the main topic then? Oh yes, I was. Yes. Okay. I think so. Okay. We could jump down to tube and go into that topic. All right. So uh, yeah, let's go ahead and talk about the Super Mario Brothers movie from 2023. That shit just came out last year. Steven, you know who did the music for this, right? I haven't looked it up yet. Brian Tyler from the Fast and Furious. I did see the Universal logo pop up for this movie, and I thought, wow, this is a Brent movie for sure. Mm -hmm. I do like Brian Tyler. I love that you're catching on to the Universal logo. (laughs) Oh, it's Universal? It's going to be a good time. Anything is fair game. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, he's done some good stuff. There's, like, almost too many to name on here, but... um... Obviously, he did uh, Rambo, uh, Crazy Rich Asians, Eagle Eye, all the big ones. Um, of course. He did Crazy Rich Asians? <laughs> Apparently, yeah. That's so wild. I know, it's interesting. Um, he's done, yeah, he, he's been a name I've seen for a while, but the, uh, didn't he do Transformers as well? I feel, like did I, he? I feel like I saw his name for that, too. 
No, I don't know, but he's definitely done like uh, that Fast and Furious. He's got that Fast and Furious money for sure. Yes. Well, yeah. anyway, um, yeah. Well, real quick before we get too far off the topic of Brian Tyler, I just got to say, I uh, I own this movie. It's it's available to stream on like Netflix right now, and like it was on Peacock before that, I think. But I bought the movie on iTunes, and it has a, a series of special features. One of them goes over the score and it hmm. has like a little like i don't know four minute interview with brian tyler and his his approach to doing the score mm-hmm. have you ever seen brian tyler before steven i don't think i ever have actually he looks like dolph lundgren now dressed <laughs> as justin bieber then <laughs> it's so fucking wild that's a very unique look you're describing brent uh-huh yeah i i am uh I liked the score, though. I'm glad you brought that up because it was one of my big notes on here. I, I, I saw this one time this last week with my wife, and wow. then I watched it again on like some fast forwarding and trying to write some notes down uh, about an hour before the podcast. So, mm-hmm. uh, music was one of the big ones for me, though. Uh, for two things, they had they had great classic pop songs in there, like "I'm Holding Out for a Hero" from Footloose. But then uh, the way they were able to use the classic game songs in a, a new score was so fucking huh. great. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's almost like they had a shot to do that in the Listen, a Brent, previous Mario movie. I'm trying to remember. It's weird that you mentioned that because I still like that score, but I get why this score is much better than that for you and for everybody. And maybe, mm. maybe while watching this movie, I thought, well, this is just not fair that we did the other movie first because Brent has already seen this one. And so now he has mm-hmm. a better taste in his mouth than that movie will ever give him. <laughs> and I don't think that's a fair well, comparison. Well, look, Stephen, I will tell you this. As I was watching this movie, mm-hmm. I thought, wow, a lot of these story points are in the first movie. Thank so you. it is. You you did kind of predict it, and I forgot about uh-huh. it until rewatching this movie this week. Where I was like, wow, they really kind of like have the same beginning point right. and end point as the live action movie, but just like slightly different. Uh, and the, whole uh, catalyst. Like the middle part is entirely right. Well, I guess not entirely different because they do go to an alternate dimension. <laughs> they go, huh. they go to a big job, and they they go underground and get lost in a cave system thing. And then get sucked into an uh, alternate dimension where they have to go mm-hmm. help a princess. Um, yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of parts to it that I uh, well, I was like, wow, that's the, that's the same setup as the original movie. That's interesting. Steven, you know what the biggest difference is, is when they answer that call to go help out. Mm-hmm. You hear this. No sleep till. Oh, hell yeah. great use of that song oh my god that's great the the fact that we have beastie boys available for movies now Mm. it's fucking incredible man like anytime i hear it it's great they had it in the marvels they had it in star trek oh right oh man that was a good one star trek movies oh man that's it's just fantastic i think it's ever since mca passed away back in 2012 they were like okay we might as well just cash in. No, yeah, I wonder, was he holding out on the rights for that or something? Or I, I think it was just something that they had all agreed yeah. to. Um, 
And maybe they like kind of loosened up on that at a certain point. But yeah. look, all I know is more Beastie Boys <laughs> I know, in the world, right? the better. It's the better. So let's let's go. Um, yeah, the only song that we're allowed to play at, at work essentially is Intergalactic. Is that what it's called even? Yeah, Intergalactic. Okay, right. Uh, and that one, every time it, it plays, everybody gets into it. Like everybody sings along. It plays at football games. Uh, it's super popular. Wait, how do you like you? Why is that the only song you can play? Um, not- a lot of their songs, like the, because I work at like a school system, so a lot of the songs aren't appropriate. Um, Why? We actually found briefly. You can't, are you telling me within the school system you can't play girls? Wow. That's the patriarchy right there. We actually discovered a few months ago, you can, on our, our system, that's like, uh, it's called Rockbot. You can like play lots of different like music, whatever, and different playlists and stuff, but you can ban songs or, or artists. Uh, such as a school system that needs to ban, you know, the thong song from coming on, which has definitely come on, you know, while teachers and students are there. Uh, but you can ban mm-hmm. artists. And we discovered a few months ago that someone had banned the Beastie Boys. And uh, really? we were like, oh, fuck that. So we put them back on. But uh, it seems mm-hmm. that I, the only one I ever hear is Intergalactic. Um, and so I'm, I, I'm like, oh. Like this one right here? Intergalactic. Intergalactic. You're oh, just yeah. like in the middle of saying how burnt out on the song you are, and I just <laughs> throw that shit no, on. That song can is welcome at any point, man. Okay, good. Uh, but yeah, you're right. It's like uh, I don't. There's like a weird line of like bands selling out and stuff, and like it's sometimes mm-hmm. it can be weird to hear like a rock song from your youth that was like about like sticking it to the man, and it's used in like a minivan commercial now. Like oh dude you know yes that's one level uh-huh. but but having the Beastie Boys appear in a Super Mario Brothers movie that's a fucking great level for everybody involved should be it's great and it's uh, like, yeah I love this world we're living in it's New York on top of New York oh hell you yeah know? it's almost like New York is like a character <laughs> <laughs> the visual right, disappointment you know in your face <laughs> you know what I, that, I take away the Beastie Boys now oh it's gone it's print. gone no more nope uh uh-uh. okay nope. I'm nope. sorry. I'm sorry, puppy. Mm. Well, you're gonna be sorry <laughs> oh. when you have that skirt on. I'll tell you what. Wait, what? Huh? Huh? You're not supposed to hear that part. Oh, edit point. <laughs> so I want to jump around a lot in this one because I've only seen the ones. Hold on, the, let me cue that one, one up. Uh oh, one and a half times. No. <laughs> um, but there's a scene where uh, the the Mario brothers. Are, uh, first off, mm-hmm. they have that commercial, which has the classic Super Mario Brothers song from the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. Uh, yeah. Which is fucking great. I was going to ask if you watched that. Oh, my God. I was so – I almost watched an episode. Uh, you can find it on YouTube, I'm sure. But um, I happen to have a VHS tape that I have converted at one point uh, to digital that uh, – Oh, I thought you were going to say to Christianity. Oh, I, that makes more sense. I tried, but it wouldn't – that videotape resisted that baptism. It wouldn't take communion. It wouldn't even uh, open its – no, it wouldn't even try it. It was like blood yeah. and body? No, thank you. It'll get jammed in the, v- the VCR. <laughs> no liquids by the VCR, it said. You so gotta watch out for that VHS play. It's gonna, look, it's, it keeps us up. It's gonna turn into a DVD play, and we Uh-oh. all know where that leads. Blu-ray play up. And pornography. So and pornography. We gotta get away from it. Yeah. If you're gonna jack off to something, jack off to something with film in it. Like your grandpa used to do. Exactly. And your grandma used to flick off to it. Oh. So it's like, 
Wash your hands when you when you touch them. Wash your hands. Your your grandmother she keeps that uh, that hanky in her <laughs> wrist and it's uh, now for blowing her nose. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> there we go. Anytime I can make Stephen laugh hard enough to where he has to like cover his face, that's right. No, I've, I've done a successful job. I was trying to think of like a phrase that my grandmother would say, like when you want to get some hanky, check out your hanky. You know, yeah, there you go. Yeah, I like it. Fantastic. Um, well, in this movie, there were a lot of references that I really liked, like that, like the the, the music cues, the uh, you know when they would do certain things that have a sound effect from the video game. That was really cool. Uh, that was like the one thing they did in the OG movie. Um, but they went, they did it so much better here and they, the way they integrated stuff. But, uh, in particular, I like this, I liked the Super Mario Brothers Super Show song in there because that was fun to see that again because I did grow up watching that. But, uh, it was fun to, uh, when, when they were on their way to their first call, like after their commercial airs and their, uh, they get a call, their car stalls or whatever, they, they do like, uh, they have to like run through a bunch of obstacles and they do a suddenly mm-hmm. like a side scrolling view of them, like going up all these yeah. ladders and stuff. And it just, uh, uh, to backtrack for just a second, when the, when the movie first started, the universal logo popped up, I was like, cool. And the, the illumination logo popped up and I was like, Oh, right. Yeah, it's the minion. You didn't like the minion in the car. God, and I was just like, uh, (laughs) so annoying to me. And even with that, and not expecting to really like this because of that, even though I had Mm -hmm. heard good things, uh, it was so I was so pleasantly surprised by the whole movie, and it was so lovely to see the care and detail that went into it, like that side scrolling thing that Mm -hmm. was so fun. Like Amanda and I were just like rolling, laughing. It was so fun, like joyous truly to watch this movie and because as everything would play out you'd be like oh my god there's another little detail another little detail <laughs> Brent is crying Steven, this is all i wanted, this is all I wanted. i've i've taken off my cap i've uh, put it across uh, my heart and uh, i'm standing and uh just joy it's pure a joy thing it really is. I was worried that uh, you would hate this movie uh, a couple of times over. One, the nostalgia from the 93 movie. Right. And look, nostalgia is a powerful drug, you know? She's a, she's a powerful bitch. For, for, for example, we have longtime listeners. What are you doing? <laughs> All right. Keep it going, I guess. I don't know. But uh, in addition to that, it's, uh, you know, yeah, you're, you're not a big animation guy. Mm-hmm. Illumination, tough hill to climb. Ooh, tough hill one. to climb. Even for me. Uh-huh, you know, right. I like some illumination stuff, right. but the minions are a bit uh, a bridge too far there, love. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I'm so glad you like this. I, I went to go see this movie in theaters with right. my friend Allison Oberg, and uh, we had a blast uh, watching this movie. And afterward, we had the the parking lot talk. Uh huh. Oh, God, I those, are, that. those are fun. Oh, that's, that's that's the fucking best. I know. I remember you guys saying how great it was too, and it, I that pumped me up, and it didn't scare me away. It wasn't like I was really hyped enough I, it wasn't like i was super hyped for this movie i'd heard good things from mm-hmm. you guys and everybody else uh and then but the illumination really tempered any expectations i might have had so it really helped me middle I ground mean, <laughs> having the universal logo <laughs> and then illumination or maybe vice versa whatever the case right, right. it can really play it's a high and a low uh, it can really fuck up your endocrine system that's so, right you know, right you, you really gotta you know, uh, uh terry further yeah with great caution yeah absolutely my body didn't know what to do and uh mm-hmm. but then you get into the movie and you're like instantly uh lots, lots of things are are instantly like soothing they were like oh things are going to be okay 
I remember mm-hmm. us talking about the casting of this movie and it having like really high profile A-list actors instead of like voice mm-hmm. actors. And, and I still think that like I would like to see more, see more, huh? like to hear more voice actors and things uh, mm-hmm. outside of just getting A-listers to like, you know, draw attention to something. And I feel I felt like uh, Chris Pratt was too big of a name for that role and it just it didn't make sense to me. And you were like, mm-hmm. no, he's really good. And I was like, okay, like that kind of helped me a little bit better. Then I watched the movie and I'm like, he's fantastic. So is Luigi. They are mm-hmm. perfect in their roles. Um, they are not distracting in the slightest, which really surprised me. I thought mm-hmm. I would really be like honing in on people. The only one that I was really like knew was the whole time was Seth Rogen of all things. Like, oh, yeah, I mm-hmm. liked it, but it was almost like I could have used someone else in that role just because I couldn't stop thinking like this isn't even Donkey Kong. This is Seth Rogen. And right, uh, yeah. but otherwise, like everybody kind of just, you know, blended into their roles in the. I liked everybody, but they were great, man. The only voice that really throws me off every time I watch this is Cranky Kong. I think it's like Fred Armisen or something like that. It's a weird one. It's just like, it's like way too cartoonish. And it's like, he he really like picked a voice he can't quite act in. It's like, I don't, I don't like when uh, certain actors do voices because I feel like they can't or shouldn't really like Adam Sandler is one of those where I know people love the water boy. I fucking uh, that movie drives me fucking nuts. Oh, that's a could you yeah. just do a happy birthday? Wow, you're really good at it, though. Yeah, <laughs> it just feels too real to me. That's my whole thing. There you I'm go. Still in my stick hole. One, two, touch the honey. Um, but yeah, so uh, that that's the only voice that that throws uh-huh. me. Uh, but otherwise, everything else is yeah, like so much one. fun. Like, uh, especially like watching it. I know a lot of people, a lot of people were thrown off by the uh, the voice cast being announced. Even that's right. when the the Chris Pratt hatred started. You know, with uh, with Mario, mm-hmm. and then uh, people were like, "Well, how come they don't just have uh, Mario's like video game voice to right. Martinette do the voice the whole time?" And uh, I was telling someone I worked with at the time, I was like, "You really don't want to hear that voice for." Hour and a half, two hours. Right. I promise you, you don't want to hear it. As the owner of an annoying voice, people can't stomach it. They can't hang with it, you know? Mm-hmm. Wahoo! Yeah! Electrical! It has its place. It has its place. Right. Like, when you're playing the video game and you can control those things, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's one thing. But, uh, yeah, I, 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 I feel like we've talked about this with uh, Mickey Mouse as well. Mm-hmm. Like, they should have a Mickey Mouse movie, but, you know, you need to have fucking chris pine voice him or whatever like that'd be so intriguing yeah hmm. you, you could like hear his eyebrows hit the like microphone <laughs> like buffer thing You'd be like god damn this mickey mouse is the dreamiest one that's ever existed yeah i um i i was pleasantly surprised and i was one of those haters that was like why are they casting you know him in particular i was just kind of chris pratted out a little bit um mm-hmm. and i i'm a huge fan of his uh going back to parks and rec and stuff and and star lord and all that but uh i just had a little too much and then now i'm like no like i like chris pratt he should stick around mm-hmm. and so it was nice to hear him in that role and it was announced that he was doing mario's voice and then garfield the cat that uh, mm-hmm. cgi animated movie that's coming out within like it was like a, a truncated amount of time i think it was like yeah. a, a month uh, from each other each of those announcements people were like that's just too much Mario movie came out, massive fucking hit, huge mm-hmm. worldwide global success. Garfield movie, not even out yet. Uh, I think a trailer has come out, mm-hmm. but it's it's not going to be out for like several more months. I think it comes out in 24 or something, gotcha. but 
Like they're far enough apart, people are gonna forget. Like whatever. Yep. People just, just everyone just fucking (laughs) relaxed. Like when I went to go see this with Allison, we're talking after the movie, and I said, yeah, yeah, like even with all the uh, the drama behind the Chris Pratt voice casting, it was it was like good. It's entertaining. He did a good job. She's like, wait, what happened? (laughs) Oh yeah, that's right. There, yeah, people don't always follow all this shit. So, right, right. Uh, for her, it was just like, oh, yeah, this is good. And I was like, yeah. That sounds like a much better way to live life in general, you know? Mm-hmm. Just kind of go with the flow. I think so. And be like, Look, uh, not all art is made for you individually. Uh, I don't agree with that. But <laughs> <laughs> no, um, we both were like in the theater cracking up like hardcore over that. Uh, I believe the character is called Lumi D. It's that little like floating yeah. star in, in prison. It's just like, got a, a child's voice, but it has like the darkest thoughts that right. they can get away with in this like I think it's a G or PG movie, right? And it's so fucking like funny to me. Like every time oh, I see so it, I've seen this funny. movie three times uh-huh. now. I uh, cackle out loud <laughs> at it because it's just like wow. I didn't really know incredible. what that thing was from. No, I think it's like Super Mario Galaxy or something like that. See, that's the thing is like there are definitely some hints at things like some uh, whatever, some details that I, I knew are from newer games that I didn't understand. Like mm-hmm. even like the Mario Kart scenes, which were really badass um, mm-hmm. to see all that stuff. But they had like the hover cars and stuff or like they can like at least like kind of go upside down uh, and all mm-hmm. that like magnetic wheel looking things. And I'm like, oh, that's like the at least like from the Wii onwards or something like mario kart 8 or some shit and i'm like yeah i play exclusively mario kart 64 and they don't have yeah. those so i was like i know what that's from but it's not like reference for me i feel like they just acknowledged it in the movie because they kind of had to from a storytelling standpoint whereas in the game it's like your car just drives upside down like i don't know that your your car actually like converts or whatever when you're driving on that in the game you know but do you know no. I'm just saying, I don't know what's in those games these days, Brent. We don't play those things. Fuck. I didn't think there was going to be pushback on that. I, I, I don't really like to stand on. I, uh, I don't know what to say. I, uh, I'm you should feel bad out. about yourself. Yeah. I, I, I mean, like, as a default. Yeah, of yeah. Of course. You know? Generally. Yeah. Um, do you do you have the voice cast there, and uh, we can we can go through that? So glad you asked. Uh, I was going to mention real quick, this was directed by Aaron Horv- Horvath and Michael Jelinek? Man, I'm really bad at names. Uh, I don't know the many thing. They did Teen Titans Go, but I don't know anything about that stuff, so. Oh, okay. I thought uh, Horvath did, um, did he not have something to do with the Spider-Verse? Oh, uh, no, I don't see Spider-Verse. It's like, oh. Hey. I know you mentioned the song like uh, <laughs> 72 hours ago, but, but it's still so good. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But yeah, I thought this, this is... would be good, like reading the cast music. Oh, yeah. Perfect. Um, so uh, they, yeah, both both worked on like Teen Titan Go. Uh, it's written by mm-hmm. Matthew Fogel. He doesn't have a Wikipedia page, so I don't know what else he's done. Um, let's see. So voice casts. Uh, we have Chris yes. Pratt as Mario. Anya Taylor-Joy as Princess Peach. Um, mm-hmm. My wife didn't really know who anybody was in this uh, either uh, whenever we watched it. We, she hadn't seen a trailer at least in a long time. Um, mm-hmm. She was kind of like, yeah, I'll watch the movie. And she was pleasantly surprised, too. But um, I was kept being like, oh, do you know who this is? Do you know who that is? Um, Chris Pratt, she got close to. But then uh, Audrey oh, Taylor-Joy, she was cool. like, oh, um, yeah, I would never have guessed her. Like, I don't know her well enough yet from her movies and stuff. And I was like, yeah, she's kind of newer. 
um charlie day as well like she i was trying to explain and it, she doesn't watch a lot of charlie day stuff but uh his voice to me is so recognizable in general but um from pacific rim um i really like him so uh charlie day is yeah. luigi uh jack black is bowser that was a really fun one i that was the only one that i really was looking forward to because uh i do think that was good casting and i knew about the song that he sings did you okay i was gonna ask if you <laughs> yeah. were aware of that it's like in pop culture it got pretty big so i'd heard it a lot but i i never really gave in to like caring about it when it was going around so i'd heard a little snippets but not a lot about it uh keegan michael key is toad i really had no fucking clue i would never be able to tell uh, yeah, you that. exactly yeah, yeah that, that was, was interesting but it was fun mm-hmm. uh seth rogan is donkey kong uh, as we mentioned and then fred armison is cranky kong that one definitely i was like mm-hmm. i don't know what to fucking do with this uh yeah that was a really weird performance and i don't know who mm-hmm. cranky kong is because i was never really a donkey kong fan so i don't know if that was yeah. canon or not that's that's from the Kong lore, Stephen, and gotcha. that's one of those fandoms that you could really go down the rabbit hole on. Gotcha. But you're going to find the internet has some shit ready for you. Oh, okay. Should so you I should look so that choose. up? It's not to the level of, like, a pregnant Sonic, uh-huh. but there is some, like, haunting thought and mythology behind the whole Kongverse. So, I, didn't, I didn't realize it was that big of a thing. It's it, it can get wild. I they talk about it on mm-hmm. Doughboys a lot. <laughs> That's the I know this. <laughs> Did you play a lot of Donkey Kong ever? No, no. Yeah. Uh, my wife she had a Super Nintendo uh-huh. when she was growing up, and we actually have that Super Nintendo here. We just don't have any way to like plug it into a modern TV right. to play. We don't have the RCA cables or a cord. No. Why did I? Why was that the correction? I don't know. Uh, (laughs) You probably have to get an adapter (laughs) at this point, though. Yeah, probably. Uh, But yeah, we don't just don't have any way to uh, to play it currently. But um, she that was one of her go to games was uh, Donkey Kong uh, Country. I think it was. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Just it was never a huge thing for me. Um, So, uh, yeah, it was fun to see him. That also for this movie, we were talking about like kind of. Uh, for lack of a better phrase, ripping off the original Super Mario Brothers movie uh, with its <laughs> plot line. Uh, <laughs> the uh, parts of the movie also felt familiar to other things. It felt a little bit like like Princess Peach was a cool, um, like she was a badass, you know, princess and stuff, like a warrior. But it reminded me of like sort of like Frozen, some stuff with, with hers, uh, especially like powers and stuff that she would have at different points. Mm-hmm. Um, and also uh, the the fight with Donkey Kong and mario reminded me of lots of fights like that but specifically uh whichever thor it was that he fights the hulk you know like oh the third one right it's like that funny kind of fight yeah ragnarok Mm -hmm. yeah like i don't know like it 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 reminded me of other things but not in a bad way nothing ever that i was really like i could pinpoint exactly what it was taking from it just felt like Mm -hmm. almost like a simple familiar story like the beats we'd seen before but told in a Mm -hmm. mario kind of way that was mm-hmm. super enjoyable the whole time, so it didn't matter if I, you know, noticed something like that. It was it was only enhanced yeah. it, I guess. Look, I gotta say that Donkey Kong fight was fucking fun. Oh yeah, and it it also gives us as the audience for uh and for anybody who's never played a Mario game, so like I don't know if like grandparents had to take their grandkids to see this funny right. thing or whatever, they would understand like oh so it's not always a mushroom that comes out of there. You have all these different powers and abilities mm-hmm. that can come from it. But when I saw him in the cat suit, I was like, Mescoos? Oh, no. What is this? <laughs> I have never seen such a thing before. Um, I was, like I I was shocked. It. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know I saw it in the trailer, but I was like, 
oh, there's like a cat suit. Like it's after my time playing right. video games. You know, I didn't, I didn't know there's a, a cat costume. Yeah. I guess in the the newest game that came out, uh, I can't think of what it's called, but um, he could turn into like an elephant. And I've oh. seen him, and he looks fucking adorable. <laughs> what? There's what? so many. I've briefly played a Switch game that he can turn into a hat, like a magic hat for a while. Or oh, there's a happy. His his hat comes alive. Yeah, like there's all kinds mm-hmm. of stuff. And every time when I do play those games, if I ever like borrow someone's or whatever, they're always like incredibly whimsical. They they do feel like if I gave it time, I would get into it. But sometimes oh, I always yeah. just feel like, well, it's just like too much. I don't. I just can't. Like I don't have the time and like energy really to to care. Mm-hmm. But there's some cool shit in there, and they're so fun still. So I definitely give them mm-hmm. that. Absolutely. And uh, another thing I'll give them is I want to give whatever animators, uh, whatever collective consciousness Mm -hmm. who came up with the idea to get Princess Peach in that motorcycle outfit. (laughs) You know, so this movie is a sexual fantasy for you. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I'm just talking to my friend Ross about this, about like cartoon characters that we had crushes on. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. And, like, I, n- I never really had one on Princess Peach, but, you know, you watch mm-hmm. this movie and you're like, look, All of a sudden. She, she's got me in her, her grasp here, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, but, look, outside of that, uh, I fucking love her, like, whole story here. And, I, like, I really noticed it this time. Like I said, this is, like, the third time I've watched the movie. Mm-hmm. And I've really noticed that she has, like, first time watching this, I just assumed that she was going to get captured by Bowser and then Mario would have to go on this mission to rescue her. Mm. But it's really not that like she's really leading the charge and she has her own agency the entire time. Mm -hmm. So much so that like it, it finally clicked with me today on my third viewing where I was like, Oh, okay. So she like gave up and decided to marry Bowser under the pretense that she's actually not, and she's just going to beat his fucking ass at the end. <laughs> and she does, up to a point. Yeah, and then, yeah. like, they just get overwhelmed with other things, so it's a good thing, like, the the whole group was there. But she was really about handling that business by mm-hmm. herself, you know? Like, she didn't she didn't need a man. And then also, I, I kind of like that there's no actual romance between any of the characters, really. Mm-hmm. Um you know, maybe a, a little bit of something if if you kind of know the lore, but um, yeah, there's no big Bertha though, <laughs> so that's a shame because I was expecting like Mario to like, at least like you know give her some glances or something. Yeah, would that be a yeah. fun cameo? I didn't, I didn't <laughs> I see sort of. I'd be on board with that. Yeah, right. Besides, besides yeah. stealing the opening, uh, you know, plot device. Um, I could have used some more, you know, OG Mario Easter eggs, and I wonder if I missed some, if, you know, some people have found some, but Big Bertha I mean, was not here, that's what I'm saying. She was not there. There's no, no uh, dance sequence, no. unfortunately, uh, for you. Um, uh, there's a segment of the special features that talks about the Easter eggs of this movie, and uh, the uh, there's a restaurant in New York, kind of where the, the final battle takes place, that uh, has this, like, duck hunt logo oh that's i'm fun. saying duck space hunt not <laughs> the cunt you know that's the, everyone's favorite rapper the cunt but um there's that and then uh they the the was it like some pizza place they're in is uh uh called 
punch out pizza. I saw that has, one. Yeah. Yeah. Decorations with uh, uh, characters from Mike Tyson's punch out. Um, there's also like um, oh, the little like fucking balloon guys. I, I, I used to have the game. I can't think of it. Um, I don't wonder if it, a balloon fight was the name of it. Oh, OK. There's so many things I, I'm sure I don't mm-hmm. know the name of either. Either the games mm-hmm. or like characters or whatever sprites you know, yeah. from different things. That might I might have noticed even like oh that looks familiar but I don't know what it's called yeah. to mention it. Well, look, I was like in awe when I was first watching this movie. I was like, wow, they're really like touching on all these different. Like it's almost as if the animators were like, look, we got one fucking shot at this. We're gonna throw in almost everything right. that we can think of in this <laughs> fucking thing. Like, um, we've got like Mario and Luigi doing like you know side scrolling stuff a couple of times throughout the movie and different right. things but also we've got nods to Luigi's Mansion right. uh, which is a separate uh, franchise within the Mario uh, mega franchise we've got Mario Kart we've got Donkey Kong as part of that mm-hmm. there's also a um, inside the Punch-Out Pizzeria they've got the Jumpman video game which was oh, yeah, what yeah. Mario was originally called in the old school like Donkey Kong game um so that's cool and like charles martinet does the voice of the the guy who's like playing that and he's also mario's dad so there's some like meta stuff in there that's awesome yeah so it's there's like nods on nods on nods on nods uh right no winking or blinking but uh, but just those uh oh yeah uh baby mario and luigi are in this as well Mm -hmm. which is kind of cool there are so many things I'm sure that I even missed, yeah, or, or like I said, wouldn't know how to reference almost, but mm-hmm. um, it was cool just to hear the ones you went through right there, because there's a few of them I noticed, but then it's like, I know that multiple viewings of this are going to like be so much more rewarding as mm-hmm. all of that stuff plays out, so. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you remember this, when the movie was coming out, it was like on its way, the, the first trailer dropped, and the internet, when it was uh, called Twitter at the time, mm. Twitter just like set itself on fire because the way that mario was animated he didn't have an ass and they were like what happened to mario's ass and i was like guys wh- <laughs> what are we doing <laughs> what version of, of mario are you thinking of where you've got like a little donk back there you know oh um yeah i'm glad you meant not his donk really but i'm glad you mentioned yeah. this because last week for the og movie we were talking about the the jumping shoes that they have that you know click and they jump really far and i was so excited to <laughs> witness those in person uh when i went to look up uh the shoes if you type uh-huh. in mario shoes because of the new movie there's like a real company that made his shoes like they look like these like brown like loafer looking things uh oh boy but it like they look like real life like it's so weird um and I, it was really it was really fun to see so oh that's that's wild uh you got to send me that pic and i'll i'll put it in in the show the ultimate um, it's by red wing shoes mario's boots the ultimate what does it say the uh, pixel for stitch recreation Look at those things. Hey, those look fairly accurate. Dude, it's wild. Have you ever seen the Astro Boy shoes? I feel like, Are yeah. Are you of this? Not in real life, but I've, oh, I've okay. heard of I, it. Yeah. I have seen them in real life. Yeah. When I went to uh, Vegas, uh, we went to a shopping mall, and in one of the stores, they had them like on a shelf for sale. And I was like, wow, they were <laughs> just walking around with these little, like, they look like red rockets. They look like a little, like, Dog cocks. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say that you're walking around on. It's wild. Does it? Uh, do you want to walk around with that on your feet? I don't. They don't work, but, right? You know, some some people do. I guess some people you know? are weirdos. 
Yeah. Well, I just see you that, and everybody can know now that at a Red Wings yes. shoes, you can get Mario's boots, which is pretty cool. Woo-hoo! I just didn't expect it. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Let me uh, let me see what else. Oh, okay. Let's talk about that song, Bowser's song, Peaches. Is that what it's called? Oh. This one is from my one and only true love, Princess Peach. Peach, you're so cool. And with my star, we're gonna rule. Peach, understand. I'm gonna love you till the very end. Peaches, 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 peaches. Jack Black is a national treasure. And this is like based on one of the Mario songs, right? I don't like know what this is actually from, yeah. I did like... Like, it's, it sounds like the invincibility like oh, music. Oh, yeah. Did I slow down? Yeah. Huh. A thousand troops of Koopas couldn't keep me from you. Princess Peach at the end of the line. He really goes for it, man. Yeah. Have you seen the music video for this? uh, No, like I said, I've seen like clips of things, but I don't Uh, think I saw like the full thing or anything. Yeah. The the music video is worth watching. It's Jack Black dressed up in a in a uh, costume. Oh, okay. It's it's a live action thing essentially. So if if you're like fiending for a little bit of live action Mario uh, that you didn't get from (laughs) this one, you can watch that music video and it uh, will uh, transport you there a little bit. So uh, yeah, you know that you mentioned it. Um, If this were a live action movie, I would still support Jack Black as Koopa. That would have been great, you know. Yeah, he got the jaw for it. It just it just works all around. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, this is like awesome because, like we said, like the the music using the classic game songs and like kind of updating them that was really cool. And then they have these mm-hmm. pop songs. I realized most of them or all of them that I listened that I noticed uh, were all '80s songs, and it was cool to kind of be like, well, when Mario came out, these were the popular songs at the time, and then now they're mm-hmm. like we were talking about they're like they're like decades later, but they're being able to used in, in movies for nostalgia purposes or whatever. And so many of them fit so well. And then this one is like, we also have a fucking tenacious D song for fucking Mario. Now that's awesome. Like, yeah, it just sounds like anything that I love of Jack Black's music with tenacious D and, uh, he, he gives it his all like always. So, yeah. What did you think of that storyline with Koopa wanting to, I guess really not kidnap peach, but he really was like in love with her. That, yeah, that, like the, my, my first watch through, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> because like I when when the writers put the character in this situation where it's a two different species coming together, I can't imagine not imagining what Koopa's dick looks like now. Right. Like, of that's course. all I can think about. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. I'm like, what's this thing fucking look like? I've not looked that's it what up. She's I'm thinking. sure Reddit has an answer. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know if I'm ready for it. Yeah. I think that's what she was saying to herself as well. I'm not sure mm-hmm. if I'm ready for it. I don't want to look yeah. at it. Mm-hmm. I'll look it up when I have time. You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> right. yeah. Um, yeah. But it's. I'm sure it scared her as well, you know, and like what what happens whenever those those two uglies do bump, you know? Well, one of them's ugly. One of them is... The other one. <laughs> I mean, the other one, I you know, I don't like to brag, but I, I may have seen on a, a couple of... Uh, oh, you 
You did look Rule some stuff 34, up. Gotcha. Uh, Rule 34, Princess Peach has you covered. So I'm not going to ask you like exactly what you saw, but like mm-hmm. maybe, and maybe we won't like put any images up right now, but like maybe no. after the show, you could just like text me like a link if you had one. Oh yeah. No big sure. deal. Wait, you want me to text you link? Rule 34 link? Because uh, he's got you covered as well. I almost brought up when you mentioned Princess Peach in here. I, she reminded mm-hmm. me of of uh, Zelda from the cartoon, and I had a big crush on Zelda back in the day. Do you remember Link in that show? Like he was real, he was like a real snarky asshole. Anytime, <laughs> or uh, yeah, Princess Zelda would say something to him, he'd be like, "Well, excuse me, <laughs> like, dude, just fucking relax." It's like. If Link was an incel, that would be him. <laughs> I feel like it was just Link. the 80s, just the 90s, you know? Just how <laughs> yeah, they were. Yeah. That's how we all yeah. were. Oops. But you know, the 80s, the 90s, the 2000s, the 2010s, 2020s, like all of it. Oops. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> we're trying to be better. I know you can't tell when we're uh, here uh, horny on Maine for uh, Princess Peach, but look. Listen. She's just she's just cool. Like She got that dog. I, I, I really like her, her, uh, her overall character. I'm so glad that they gave her... Uh, her own like thing to do. She was absolutely the defender of her kingdom, and she was looking mm-hmm. out for the toads that took care of her. And uh, man, she was so fucking cool, man. And they even have a nod to uh, the second Mario game. Uh, well, at least it's the the second oh. Mario game here in in uh, America, uh-huh. where she goes through the little training course. And at the very end, she like kind of floats down with her uh, her dress, like mm. she can do in that game. Uh, so I thought that was really fucking cool. I did like that obstacle course. I like a good obstacle course in oh general. My god. I, yes. Oh my god! But this Stephen, one, yes, and seeing all the oh classic stuff, uh, mm. like the I don't know what they are, but it's like the it's like a line of fireballs that like go mm-hmm. on a, like a clock, you know, yeah, uh, that kind of stuff. But seeing like in a, uh, such a dynamic fashion, another thing that I was kind of worried about is the 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 move from a side scrolling two D platform to like a three D world, like. In, mm-hmm. in in real like video game land, like they they really did that. Like Super Mario sixty four was such a game changer, and it was so crazy to see oh, that yeah. that yeah. happen. But uh, but still, like I prefer like the side scroller sort of look, and mm-hmm. um, and those type of gameplay. Now, if I'm gonna play anything, I'm gonna play like a really old school one. And but it's cool. Like this is uh, again like with illumination and everything. Like it didn't ruin my experience with it. Like it i i don't know in my head like obviously it was going to be like a you know a 3d animated look to it not like a mm-hmm. traditional like 2d animation or hand drawn for sure but um it just worked it it it, it translated that world and their their costumes and their mustaches like it all felt like yeah. mario but like modern new and mm-hmm. uh and all very exciting so they they did a really oh good job God. with the whole design of it they did a great job with the design there was some squash squash uh squash and stretch to it like uh People complain about mm-hmm. online about CGI animated stuff about balls. Like there. So talking about balls, squashing and scratching. Uh huh. Of course. Yeah. I what squ- are you talking about? I squash and squash my balls all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hi, ladies. You ever have a problem squashing and stretching your balls? Well, we're here at LTAS to tell you, yeah, you got them. You don't have them. <laughs> don't worry about it. Or if you do. Um, congratulations on your transition. You know. Yeah. We're uh, here to support you there as well. <laughs> So, uh, anyways, use promo code LTAS for... Uh, <laughs> for scratching and scratching. Just, just, honestly, just power off your phone. Just turn off your phone. Um, yeah, so I, I, I love the, the animation. I also love the uh, dynamics of the characters. I love uh, the, the relationship between Mario and Luigi. They're not really antagonistic with each mm-hmm. other. 
There's just, they just feel like when they're together as brothers, they could do anything. Yeah. And it's just so fucking magical to me. You know, it's uh, kind of reminds me of the show a little bit. Uh, you know, sometimes we've got uh, uh, issues with uh, the Internet. That right. uh, tries to fuck up or recordings or editing us. or whatever, mm-hmm. and uh, Stevens over here trying to edit, and I, you know, I'm standing in front of the 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 ones and zeros, uh, the barrage of ones and zeros, holding a, a <laughs> sewer grate up against it. Oh yeah, it's like ah, I got this, and then it starts to melt on me, and I, honestly, it just it kills me. But you know, but you I thank you metaphor. for your service. Like yes, because I was able to get that star. That would be kind of a baller move for someone who served in the military, like their headstone. You just put, thank me for my service. Wait. I'm watching you. Oh, God. You know what? Someone thanked me for my service the other day. <laughs> Did they really? I was not in the military. Yes. You know this. <laughs> yes, yes. I was walking in the hallway. You were not. Work. Yes. Thank you. Uh-huh. Not thank you, but you know, you just know, mm-hmm. and thank you for validating that. I was walking uh-huh. through the hallway, and, and this uh, there was a robotics competition going on. That was pretty cool. Oh. I thought they were going to fight. They didn't. They were just trying to get balls Ooh, and goals. number Johnny five. Again, I... <laughs> 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 it's almost like every time I'm like, am I allowed? Am I allowed to laugh? <laughs> um, and uh, I, I, I say that because I wonder if this gentleman was, uh, you know, the kids there maybe look, maybe were a bit of the nerdy side. Awesome, obviously, mm-hmm. the robotics kids. But uh, this dad seemed a little socially awkward as well because he was walking mm-hmm. this like little girl in the hallway. And he just I was walking in the hallway and he just goes, thank, thank you for your service. And I was like, I, uh and he goes, for setting this up today, thank you for your service. It's just this the whole event was just so nice. And I was oh, so yeah. taken aback by it. I just go, uh, uh, good. And I walked away. <laughs> <laughs> so let me recap to his mind. Thank you for your service. This is a great event. Good. Bye-bye. <laughs> you started, like, drooling on yourself. <laughs> so who's socially awkward now? This me. This one. This me. Wow. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, it was really funny. It really it really threw me off. I was like, uh, no one has ever said that to me, because why would they? Um, I mean, like, that has to be part of the military training, right? It's like, okay, look. Today's an easy day, you know? Yeah. Today's Arbor Day. We're just going to take it easy here, but we do want to, you know, pretend like we're working. A lot of people are going to come up to you and uh, thank you for your service. You're just going to be like, you know, say something good. So, just like, like go you, ahead and, and, like, write, write, write a little, like, two-sentence speech uh, in your head. Mm-hmm. That way you're ready for it. But, like, us, those of us who didn't serve, mm-hmm. we're like, uh, good. <laughs> That was one of the best impressions of me you've ever done. <laughs> so awkward. Um, all right, I got to run down through the last of my notes here. Um, oh, yes. Uh, Mario Kart, we've mentioned a little bit. I love Mario Kart 64 in particular. Oh, my God, yeah. Great. But, man, this was so fun. From the They get to the Donkey Kong Kingdom or whatever, and mm-hmm. uh, they, that guy like has a, a huge car to pick him up in with like a little little like trailer behind it for toad uh and you see that car that was really fun but then whenever they're actually like building up all of the cars they have like i love a good montage you know and they're they're mm-hmm. building up all of like all of those awesome vehicles and painting them all the colors and stuff and mario is just like thrilled he like gets his engine he's like hell yeah he gets his tires he's like fuck yeah 
And uh, <laughs> and they say that in the movie. They say fuck. It's so good, man. That's why I yeah. thought this was PG thirteen, but they I think they got away with it because of Nintendo. You know. Well, that's the thing is like in a non sexual way, right? You can use the word fuck once, maybe twice if you're lucky in a PG thirteen movie. Mm. But in, a lot of people don't know this in a G or I'm sorry, a G or PG movie, uh-huh. say it as many times as you want. Right. It's a weird backwards rule, right? The MPAA guys, <laughs> guys, come on. What are we doing here? But you know what? R-rated. Mm-hmm. Still, no titties. Can't see him. You can't see him? G is actually where all the violence... It's, it's the G for gore is what that is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's not out. And I said when I invented <laughs> the internet, I said, hey, both the North and South Pole are melting. We really got to do something about it. You've got mail. Hold on a minute. <laughs> Al Gore, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Mario Kart, though, they... Uh, <laughs> I forgot. We were talking about this. They, uh, oh, they make these awesome cars. They, go, yes, they, yeah. they start going through this thing. They have, a, they have a giant jump coming up. Mario's not ready for it. But they fly yeah. through the clouds, and they fucking land on the Rainbow Road. Man, I hate that fucking level. Uh, oh, you do? Okay. It's, it's like, it's cool at first when you first see it. And, and for years after it's like, it's the coolest looking one probably, but, uh, it's the longest fucking one. And it's really hard to get around. Like one of my favorite Easter eggs, this whole thing was, uh, Mario trying to get away from one of them and he bumps against the wall to jump over it, to get to a lower level. And that's yeah. how you like cheat Mario Kart. And I was like, man, that's so great. But that's the thing is on the rainbow road, you can't fucking do that. Cause there's nowhere to go. It just goes forever in the space. Uh, so it was fun to see it because it actually was, a. it was like more nostalgia than I even like playing that road. Uh, it was like, oh, just really? cool okay. to see it cause it always looks cool. So in the movie, I don't have to, yeah. I don't have to play it. I don't have to get frustrated with it, but the movie I will get frustrated with too. <laughs> I like that part a lot. They, they had more like cart stuff than I expected. I kind of knew from the trailer it was going to be in there, but I didn't realize mm-hmm. how much of that. I didn't realize how much Donkey Kong was going to be yeah. in the movie, but look, man, I was here for all of it. I was just having a blast. Like it, the the movie yeah. is made for like the ADD generation because it was just like constantly <laughs> like new shit coming through, constant dopamine hits from nostalgia, right. just kicking you right in your tits. I mean, it's just it was <laughs> it was great. You said you watched this with your with your wife Amanda. Yeah. Is that right? Was that no. the, like the first time you watched it? Yeah, first time together, together at home. Okay. Yeah, hadn't seen it at all. So did uh did she have any like feelings of nostalgia from? Oh, yeah. Because she used to yeah. play those games a lot growing up uh, as well. Her family was pr- bigger gamers than we were. Um, her brothers oh. especially had, like, tons and tons of stuff. So, um, yeah, she grew up with those. Fucking nerds. <laughs> and uh, and then she and I, too, like, we've played Mario Kart 64 together, like, thousands of times. Um, it's one of our, our favorites. So um, those kinds of things, too. But, um, yeah, and she kept seeing so many things that she just loved, like like the Rainbow Road or, you know, little details here and there. So... Uh, yeah, she was really into it as well. I, I fucking love Mario Kart, uh-huh. but I grew up an only child and also uh, poor, so I didn't have access to like play that game regularly. You know? Right. It, it wouldn't have been much fun anyway. And, Without, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, battling yeah. is one of the best parts of it, for sure. Exactly. Yeah. But like just seeing all of that shit and like anytime my wife and I go to Dave and Buster's, mm. we have to play... The Mario Kart game. Ah. And it's so much fucking fun. Like, I, I always like, uh, it's like one of those uh, sit down, like steering wheel 
pedal games. Right. You know, it's just fun. Sit down it's like a pedal games. You sound like a grandpa for some reason right there. <laughs> 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 a little sit down, sir. We'll pedal it's, games. It's, it's right next to the <laughs> chase a wooden hoop down a dirt road simulator. <laughs> My favorite game. It's I good. Just, I just hate that it's four quarters now. It's ridiculous. A whole dollar. They make it's you bring your own stick. Oh my god. Oh my ridiculous. god. It's a rip off. You can you can buy the breadstick package, and uh, where they get you is it's one of those soft pretzels, like we talked about on the previous episode. Right. They're way delicious. You know you're gonna gnaw on it. It's not gonna make it too far, dude. Yeah. Gotta watch out. Um, what are we talking about? I don't know. <laughs> this is, this one's off off the rails, much like off the track mm. of the Rainbow Road. Um, I love that this movie starts with the eight bit Nintendo thing, and I was like, mm. huh. Both movies do this. What other similarities are there? Mm-hmm. And then, like, we've already talked about a number of them, but when this movie gets it right, it just like goes into like Mario shit almost right away. You know, like right. you have the the opening scene with Koopa attacking that penguin kingdom, and I will say, even going back to like the the first trailer that came out mm-hmm. with the penguins showing up, I'm like, who are these fucking penguins? They look weird. Mm-hmm. Like they don't. Like I love all the designs of this movie, but. These penguins look out of place there a little bit. Like they mm-hmm. look, there's just something about the 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 style of animation doesn't quite match this. And it's quite possible they're based on some like Mario penguin level that I'm not aware of. I know there's like the the penguin chase in like yeah, Mario that's 64. The only one I know of. Yeah, but I don't know. It it, it just uh, threw me a little bit. But I I do like that that scene overall. I, yeah. I think it's pretty fun. Um, that's the only thing I'd yeah. seen, by the way. They released that open, that opening, like five minutes, um, as like a you know, like oh, a yeah. teaser or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had forgotten about it until the movie started, and I was like, "Oh, I've seen this. That's weird." And like, it was like a weird mm-hmm. thing about like, you know, like uh, deja vu. But um, yeah. but yeah, it's a, it's a fun scene. I also thought about that too. I I, I chalked it up to there are probably more penguins in the games that I don't know about. But mm-hmm. um, I do. That's one of the best parts of Mario Kart or Mario sixty four is uh that penguin chase going down the slide thing so oh my um, god you got to beat that penguin down dude i love it it's so fun and that that's another one of those things where you can like ramp off of like a higher elevation right. onto the lower one if you're you gotta if be you, careful uh, nowhere to, you gotta be careful better watch there. out and yeah. there's a there's a secret in the wall in one of those spots too mm-hmm. that you go down a secret tunnel and get like another coin so oh i always buy a weed from there there's like a, there's the other wall different wall yeah yeah you get mario real high like he's a lightweight so really like it really doesn't take much it, honestly it's not even weed it's advil and but he gets fucked up he's it's baby aspirin really but like he's into it man he's fucking into it <laughs> let's go <laughs> hell yeah dude um Look, much like the live action movie, there's some van trouble that they have right in this movie as well. And I'm like, holy shit, this is like, I'll tell you what, there's, some, there's way more similarities mm-hmm. than I initially thought, Steven. So I, I'm, I'm I know. glad that we watched the previous one. It's kind of fun that way. And I will say that I like this idea that um, you should not remake good movies because who wants to see that? There's already a good one to watch. Uh, but mm-hmm. there are so many movies that have great concepts with bad executions, and maybe mm-hmm. that's the case with the original movie. And they were like, there's some good points here. We should borrow the good stuff and then make a better yeah. movie out of it. And I'm okay with that. 
Yeah, and I like this approach as well where it's like, oh, no, the best version of this is where they're not live action because they have very specific looks to them. Right. Like, all the villains, like, all the characters do. And it's like, oh, if we just, like, sink that budget into making really nice animation, whether mm-hmm. it's hand-drawn, CGI, whatever the case, it's uh, it's just going to be so much better. That way, everything looks like it should. We can get away with a lot of these, like, crazy details, like Mario and Luigi already in costume the first time we see them. They're, they're just there, you know? What a concept. Uh, I, I noticed that. I was like, oh, that's just uh-huh. simple. Then yeah. you move on. <laughs> now, hold on a second. Mario's wearing red. Luigi's wearing green. Just right out the gate. I don't like it. Gotta have that's, some... that's, not how you, that's not how you do a Mario Brothers movie. <laughs> they have to wear each other's colors. For some reason, it's, it's, it still makes me angry. I don't like I it. Know, it's I weird. Like it. It's just a no, weird thing. When uh, they're having van trouble, we can see that they also have uh, information on their business on this van because Mario and Luigi in this, this reality also have their own plumbing business. This time it's called SMB Plumbing. And uh, the phone number, 917-555, no KL5 here, Mm. 0185. So I think that's probably like, maybe it was like January of 85 is when the the first Mario movie or or game game. dropped. Maybe. And then uh, they have a website, smbplumbing.com, which uh, reroutes you to xhamster.com. Oh, interesting. A yeah, hamster like website, a you say? Yeah, but it's like, I mean, it's not the hamster you're thinking of, Steven. Oh. This is like videos of uh, fisting. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Like, like puppeteering? Is it like a, is it like a Jim Henson thing? Uh, in a way. Uh, you could puppet anyone with nipples. <laughs> I have nipples, Greg. Can you puppet me? <laughs> Gross. Uh, let's see here. Um, I love that Mario lands in the Mushroom Kingdom uh, when you know when they go it's through fun. the uh, the tunnel. Uh, yeah. he, land, he lands in the Mushroom Kingdom. Luigi lands in a fucking horror movie, just like <laughs> right. straight out the gate. Just like, <laughs> no chance. And Luigi is such a coward in the movie, which plays on uh, I guess the the Luigi's Mansion mm. franchise, right? Which I've never played, uh, but it looks cool. Oh man, my. Uh, I had that when uh, my wife and I first got together. We we went out and bought it. I had a is that a GameCube or wow. maybe it's the one after much. that. I, I can't think of it. <laughs> it was a little box that I played. Okay, I got it from Pinhead. He's like, open this. I'm like, I'm not gonna open that fucking thing except to put a game in it, bitch. So uh, I I uh, bought Luigi's Mansion for her to play, mm-hmm. and she like. I think she went through and like played the whole thing and uh, and beat it. But Luigi, he's so fucking cute, dude. Like he gets so scared. I like, oh, is he gonna piss himself? Do they have that pissing animation? Oh man, that'd be like, good. He gets like really like knock kneed and everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, I, I love that they bring that trope into it. And then at the end of the movie, Luigi jumps in front of like Bowser's fire with that uh, manhole cover. It's fucking sweet. We could do anything, Mario. There's so many characters in this. And there's mm-hmm. so many uh, art, character arcs, uh, but mm-hmm. it doesn't feel it's like a really short movie. Like they really they really go yeah. through it, and uh, and every, everything fulfills everything feels fulfilling. Exactly. And again, if people want to get that feeling of being filled, mm-hmm. check out the X Hamsters <laughs> uh, website. It's a, it's fucking wild, dude. It'll fill you up. I'm gonna check this out. I, I t- like I do like gerbils. I like maybe hamsters too. I don't know. So I'll check it out. 
I mean, if you've seen those uh, those Kia hamster commercials, oh yeah, it's like that, but just like just much more violent and just filled with orify, and it's that's a lot. It's a it sounds like a, that's a good recommendation right there. Five stars. Just 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 watch it while you're eating breakfast. And, uh, <laughs> do your best to keep it down. Um, there is uh, so you said there's like a music video for um the bowser song mm-hmm. and it's kind of like a an extra scene after that uh like in the middle of the credits or whatever with uh tiny bowser is the music video you said it was live action jack black is he tiny mm-hmm. jack black uh no it's just like him dressed as koopa inside of a like brightly colored space so it's mm-hmm. almost like he's in bowser's castle uh playing the song gotcha dressed as as king koopa and uh and they're going to release yeah. a version of the movie where he is live action, though. I mean, honestly, they might as well. And everybody else's cartoon still. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the only way that makes, All makes right, sense. Good. Yeah, good. I um, like that. OK, good, good, good. Mm-hmm. Uh, what other yeah. notes do you have? Uh, well, I like that um, uh, Mario's training montage. We, we've touched on mm-hmm. it a bit, but I just like that Peach just like sails right through that fucking thing. She's like. Like I said, she can handle her business. She has Mario try to go through it, and he like he trains and trains and trains and trains and trains and just does not succeed at the very like he comes close, but he mm-hmm. does not succeed. And she's like, "Yeah, it's just hard as fuck. Don't even right. worry about it. We'll go." You know, it's like you're good but, enough. But he he went through the training, you know. Right. He didn't succeed, but he's got some skill there, and uh, so it's 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 it, it seems fairly believable that this plumber from an alternate universe shows up here and he's like, you know, I'm going to, my heart is in it. If anything, she mm-hmm. sees that he's like, he's, he's, he, he has the drive within him. We're just going to go on this journey. And then Toad's like, I'm coming too. And she's like, all right, sure. <laughs> okay. No trouble there. He's, uh, he's small, but he's mighty as well. So yeah, very mm-hmm. true. Mm-hmm. And he's key. He Michael around. key. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess he like in the the uh, video games he's a chef or a cook or something. I don't know wh- where oh, that comes that. from, but he was uh, he was cooking hard and hard. Yeah, he was. Yeah, got that frying pan. Hell yeah. Um, let's see the uh, oh uh, they mentioned Koopa being a turtle in this, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, I guess. I mean, it, I, he has that like uh, that front shell the plastron. Uh, is what it's called. Um, But I always thought, and, you know, he's got a back shell, too. But I always thought of him as, like, some weird dragon thing. I never thought about him being a turtle. It's like a turtle dragon, yeah. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. um, I I mean, obviously, they have the turtle shells all throughout there, but it's somewhat, yeah, it is like, it's just, like, his own thing. Like, if he were were part of the Ninja Turtle-verse, then it would be, he would actually make more sense to me that he's like made from ooze and he was like two, two breeds that cross bred on accident. And then he, maybe they like fucked in the ooze and then he was like oh the offspring, God. you know? Yeah. It was like a turtle and like a dragon. Truly, the secret yeah. of the ooze is yeah. fuck juice. <laughs> um, the end of the movie where they come to our world uh-huh. again kind of mirrors. The right. 93 live action movie a little bit, but uh, to no world much trade more center success. in this one though. No world trade center. They uh, <laughs> they they stepped idly by the Weird. WTC for this one, and yeah. they was like, eh, maybe not, maybe not, maybe not. Um, but they do have the scene where you know 
Mario and the gang are on the outs. Bowser's taking over, and he's just like too powerful. We have that that scene that I mentioned where Luigi covers Mario uh, with the manhole cover. They both like jump out and they reach for the star. Oh yeah! Oh my God, Stephen, this you can't see over oh. Skype, but this gives me goosebumps every time we see the smoke mm-hmm. and we think that the boys done got got. Yep. And then we see like the sparkling rainbow colors flashing through the smoke, and we see them. We hear this music kick up. It's like, oh shit, these boys are invincible. Someone tell Mark Grayson there's a new invincible <laughs> town, baby. <laughs> they go through and they just start beating fucking ass. It's so fucking good. I fucking it's... love it. I love all the power ups in this. Uh huh. It's fucking great. And Donkey Kong gets a power up. He gets the fire flower. We get that to see cool. a fire flower Donkey Kong. That was cool. I didn't know if that ever actually happened in the games. Uh, but it was cool to see that, and I liked the look of the uh, the star power on them, like their bodies like glowing in that iridescent rainbow look. Yeah. You know, it like outlines them, yeah. without having outlines. Yeah, again, it, it was, was a good design. You know, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and it's epic. Um, it kind of reminds me a little bit, uh, again, for other movies, uh, Sonic, Sonic the Hedgehog, the movie mm-hmm. had a similar kind of, you know. Uh, some, some sort of character arc things, but the uh, the end, you know, where he like steps up and kind of wins the day or whatever, has a similar feeling. Yeah. Like a mm-hmm. lot of things do with that triumphant uh, feeling at the end. But um, yeah, I like it. Um, it felt this whole movie just felt joyous to watch the whole time. I loved it. Mm-hmm. It really, it really, it was really better than I expected. Well, thank you. Um, I, I did, <laughs> you put a lot. I did of help out on uh, <laughs> not bitching about it on the internet. So uh-huh. you're welcome. Uh, it. It was fun to see everyone who was complaining about it early on, early, early on. Uh, those same people being like, oh, no, it was good. Right. But they like had an attitude about it a little bit where they were like, you know, the trailers didn't look that good. But, it, right. it, it, so, but it's somehow, pretty good, they, I guess. They actually made it like pretty good. <laughs> and like, even though I'm not like the biggest Illumination fan, I know that uh, Nintendo now, because of the 93 movie, they're very protective right. of their properties. So I'm like, uh, there's got to be a lot of people signing off on a lot of things for this yeah. movie. So hopefully it's in, in good hands and it's not too zany uh, and they let there be like quiet moments and kind of like sad moments without having a, a minion step in and like fart on some right. character or whatever. Um, so I like that aspect of it. And uh, another aspect I like of this movie is uh, has two post credit scene, Indeed. a mid credit scene that you alluded to. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And uh, we have the mini Bowser uh, touches back on that. And then a post credit scene. Ooh, were you Steven, so did you excited? watch both of these? I did. That post credit scene that get you to get you in the feels. It really did because you know there's a uh, a character that was missing from the Mario mm-hmm. mythos, like a major long-standing character and that is Yoshi. And that's good. I fucking love <laughs> Yoshi. Oh, not my first time, Captain. Uh, they, there's like a herd of Yoshi, multicolored Yoshi, running in the background of like one of the scenes. And I was like, oh, okay, well, that's all we get. They're here, yeah, right. And matter of fact, when I went to go see this movie in theaters with Allison, mm-hmm. we didn't even stay, well, like, we watched the mid credit scene, but then we, like, got out of there. What? I, you were in the parking I, lot? I think, yeah. You were talking about the movie I looked already. it up, and it didn't have it listed there. Like, the movie was so new, I guess. It hadn't been added to the Wikipedia page. So I was like, okay, we could just, we, we can go. 
There's two. And new. then I heard after the fact, I was like, God damn it. Right. I got <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson uh, inviting Iron Man into the Avengers again, you know, with the, the larger universe aspect right. of this. But, uh, man, I'm so excited. And uh, on the special features that I was telling you about, the directors were talking about, like, oh, yeah, if we get to do another one, or maybe it's the writers, uh, somebody in production of this movie, they were like, this is definitely a direction we want to go is to mm-hmm. have Yoshi in the next one. So I, I fucking hope. One, that they make another one, because I haven't... Maybe they've announced it, and I just missed the announcement. But yeah, I don't know yet. I, I hope they make one, because it seems like this movie did well enough. And right. they have Yoshi in it, and I'd love for, uh, you know, other elements of the, the Mario-verse to make an appearance. You have, like, fucking King Wart in it, or whatever. Hell yeah. Yeah. Oh, you don't know who that is? Mm-hmm. And Super Mario Brothers 2? It's like this, like, frog guy. He's the main villain <laughs> instead of Bowser. Yeah, I think um, that's another that's a topic of conversation for a further you know another time maybe. But um, you know, mm. Mario Super Mario Two is not not really a, like a popular game in the U.S. I mean, people people know it. Yeah, but people I, love it. Do they love it? It's like I mean, wide, widely regarded as like the the weird the redheaded stepchildren of the of the franchise. Well, Stephen, I'll have you know that <laughs> it's a reskin of this Japanese game called Doki Doki Panic. Exactly. It's a weird Mario game. They talk about right? this on Doughboys way too much. That's, <laughs> that's why I know this. But I'm just saying, yeah, I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I don't know that. I don't. I don't know um, how many other people will know that as well. Well, uh, according to our listenership, two more people now know about Uh-oh. it. So, <laughs> you, you, well, you already overwhelmed me now. So, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I am looking forward to a sequel to this as well, uh-huh. uh, especially for Yoshi. But in general, it just sounds like they it's fun, and I'm looking forward to whatever they want to do. Um, yeah. This was a fun adventure movie. It was a fun video game movie, and uh, great characters that we know and love, and they were reinvented in a great way. So I was pleasantly surprised. Uh, I I can easily say this is the better movie of the two Super Mario Brothers Yay. movies. We did I, it, audience. I know that's what you wanted. Um, I prefer the other one. Oh my god! But I will watch. We just got to cut it off. We so, got to cut it off. <laughs> that's what she said. Um, <laughs> but uh, so yeah, this was glad. I, I'm glad we finally did, did these though, and got to watch. I got to watch this one because mm-hmm. I'd been kind of putting it off. So, and I'm finally glad that we got to talk about both of them. Um, yep. But uh, next week, we are going mm-hmm. to go into another 80s property that we are very excited about. We had made an announcement that this year we were going to a stretch across the whole year. Um, the uh, the viewing of the Ninja Turtle verse uh, from <gasps> video games. Uh oh, here. Sorry. Go. <laughs> to uh, from video games, you know, from comic books to video games to movies to uh, cartoon shows, whatever. All all of it. We want to get to Ninja Turtle stuff. So to mm-hmm. start it off, we're going to start where very began. Brent, do you want to reveal what we are doing next week? Yes, and something that I am calling the Year of the Turt. We're going to discuss the Ninja Turtles in all forms of media. Steve, you probably just said this exact thing. Yeah, I just just panicked. (laughs) I was like fucking with my iPad. All you need to say is what we're doing next week. Yeah. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. I really got out of sorts there. So uh, we're going to start with the old school Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles comics. What's that mean? Well, listener, I'll tell you. 
If you have a subscription to either Comixology Unlimited or Kindle Unlimited, guess what? You're in luck. You can read along with us because we're going to read the first volume of the very first series, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, this is going to be called The Ultimate Collection, Volume 1. Uh, this is the uh, black and white version, or the color version is, uh, I think it's just called like Color Classics, Volume 1. Uh, all that to say, it's the first seven issues of the original comics, and then uh, the Raphael micro series in the black and white version, and then in the color version, it also includes the Michelangelo uh, standalone single issue. So Ninja Turtles 1 through 7, and then uh, Raphael and Michelangelo is what we're going to talk about on the next episode of Let's Talk About Stuff. And Stephen, holy shit, I mm-hmm. have read the first... Um, I, I've, I've, I'm getting ready to start on issue 7 of this series oh, okay, gotcha. on, on my reread. <clears throat> so I'm, I'm way ahead. And I have to Same. start way. <laughs> I just start way ahead because I'm a slow reader. Gotcha. I started that's good. reading this right in 2018. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Just a page here. a week. Just really, just really taking my You're time there. Yeah, though. Really getting through there. Um, I'm so curious as to what your thoughts are on this because uh, it's so interesting to see a property that we may know in a different way. Like I was first introduced yeah. to this series through the animated uh, Fred Wolf cartoon mm-hmm. from 1987. This uh, original comic, uh, darker for sure. I know a lot of people say, oh yeah, it's super dark. Eh, it's darker. You know, there's a little bit of like blood and stuff, mm-hmm. but like, you know, it's, uh, it's a, a different tone than some of the movies and uh, cartoons that people are familiar with. So uh, again, that's the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, Ultimate Collection Volume One or Color Classics Volume One. Uh, you can find that on your um, Kindle or, well, not Comicsology. It's all Kindle now. Comicsology doesn't exist anymore. So. Yeah, that was sad. There's that. I opened that yeah. app one day and it was just like, we're not an app anymore. And I was like, you yeah, can't we just don't... decide that. Okay, bye. <laughs> was there a vote? Bye. I guess. Ridiculous. God damn, Super Tuesday. Yeah, you gotta let us know what Tuesday that is. There was a vote, got stolen. Um, so <laughs> here we go. Let's, here we go again. Let's storm Amazon headquarters. Oh my god! Let's march across this flat Earth. <laughs> Not all of us at once, though. We'll tip it over. Oh my god! Yeah, keep some on the other side. Balance it out. I am very excited um, for reading this series, though. I did start last night, but I'm excited to read more. Uh, this is one of the things I've always wanted to, to tackle again, because I also was introduced to the Turtles by way of the uh, cartoon series and then the movies mm-hmm. in the early 90s. So yeah. uh, this is like the OG, and I, I'm excited to see it. The art is interesting, yeah. and black and white mm-hmm. is interesting. And then the yeah. color version, I'm going to give a shot as well, and they, they all yeah. have red bandanas instead of... Yep. The different mm-hmm. colors, so that's intriguing. But uh, mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to kind of starting there and then seeing where this journey goes throughout the year, man. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. We're going to touch on the comics. We're going to touch on all the movies, I believe, mm-hmm. uh, all the theatrical ones at the very least. We may have some others interspersed within there. Um, I think we were talking about maybe doing like an episode on video games and yeah. some of the animated series. So it's it's going to be like a year long thing. It's not going to be every episode throughout this year, but it's going to be like a year long celebration of the turtles because 2024 is the 40th anniversary 
of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Four decades, four turtles, <laughs> four of us if you double it up. You know, it's all right there. It was all bound to happen. I'm so shocked that it's taken us this long to touch on the turtles. I know. You know, because we both love them. Yeah. We both have affiliations with specific turtles. And uh, but here it is. It's it's uh, the Carl chosen time for us Indeed. to begin this journey down to the sewer. And where we I just hope I live long enough to uh, go through this year and discuss all this with you. I'm Absolutely. very excited. Same here, brother. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, look, looking forward to all of it. There's a lot that I have never seen before. So there's mm-hmm. a lot to catch up on and uh, fill in other people on and hopefully get them excited to read along with us. Or maybe we'll talk about something and be like, hey, that does sound cool. I'm going to go look into that, you know. I was just imagining you, you said that you a lot of stuff you haven't seen before. I was imagining you being like, oh, I thought there was just three of them. I didn't yeah, even realize. Was, there, yeah, there's the fourth one. It's like, oh, yeah, I never looked to the left far enough, I guess. <laughs> no, when I grew up, my mom had a plant on the right side of the TV, and so I just <laughs> never saw the fourth one. Yeah. They blended yeah. in with the greenery, and oops. <laughs> you know, that's my bad. I never knew there was a Donatello. I had no I idea. Never saw. It's so crazy. Never saw yeah. him. Donna, Anytime I watched the, the intro, I like sneezed during the yep. Dust Machines part. It was gr- so crazy. So it's just like one of those weird things, you know. You mm-hmm. just miss out. Uh, but yeah. you know, that's okay. Um, I, I'm excited to review the the turtles throughout the year, uh, throughout the year of the turts, as as, mm-hmm. as Brent likes to say. And uh, looking you. forward yes. to to doing lots of that stuff throughout the year. So, um, yeah. as usual, though, if you'd like to contact us, you can find our info in the show notes. Uh, you can find me on Letterboxd. I'm I'm trying to be more active on there, so go find reviews of the stuff I discuss on here and more. And um, uh, you can rate and review us on your favorite podcast apps. Five stars is always appreciated. And come back next week as we start the Year of the Turt. We're going to get turt up. <laughs> yeah? You think so? Yeah. yeah I, I think, think that's so. what they say. Yeah. I think that's what the kids, kids say. say. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. Bet. Uh, well, uh, Brent... It was really great discussing this with you today and uh, and last week as well and getting our thoughts on the two Super Mario Brothers movies. But uh, I'm looking forward to next week to do some tur- turtle talk as well. Absolutely. And look, this is not the only like franchise we're going to get to this year. We got we got some other stuff planned. So, you know, if you're not the biggest turt fan of the world, one, we will definitely change that. And two, we're going to turn you. We got some other stuff on the horizon for you. We're going to turn you. Yeah. Well, looking forward to it, man. Um, Until next time, I'm Steven. I'm Brent. And let's talk later. Let's go. Let's record on three. One, two, three. Record. Oh, yeah. There we are. Okay. Okay. We're recording. Yeah. Just a little bit of a easy listening podcast. Mm, I'm sure the so. previous episode that the listeners just heard was loud and boisterous and a lot of yelling. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little bit of skeeting, but we won't get into that. But I do want to say, Stephen, I've learned something today. Oh, yeah? Against my will, even. I learned something. You don't like to. So I don't. I, matter of fact, I abhor. I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, I don't like learning stuff. Uh-huh, right. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't believe in it. And uh, long-time listeners will know I'm actively unlearning things. Oh, I'm wow. sorry. Dis, dislearning things. 
You're mis stuff. learning stuff? This learning. Okay. This learning, that learning, all of it. You're getting it from here. This is from starting there. off great. Anyway, so I, I learned <laughs> I learned uh, something that uh, I I guess I had always kind of wondered in the back of my head, but I didn't know this. And then as I was sitting on my couch with my wife, we were like kind of talking back and forth about it. And I was like, oh, that's right. We have the Internet. We have access to this information. So uh, I don't even remember how the conversation came up. I think we were watching something on TV and uh, we got to talking about like slugs versus snails. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I think Mm -hmm. the main difference is a snail is a slug with a house. Yeah. I think that's like it. That's what I was assumed. Yeah, they just like uh, invest in real estate right. shells in the animal uh-huh. kingdom, and uh, yeah, they're all set to go. You have to invest wisely. You have to really get in there. And slugs are freeloader, homeless people. Of course, obviously, we need to get rid of their encampments. Obviously, yes, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you ever, you know what? Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I was like, oh, so how does? How does the slug acquire a shell? Like, what is that yeah. that process? So I Googled it to see so if... mortgage? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Interest rate, uh, a lot larger than you would think. Oh, wow, for, that sucks. For critters. Um, no, I looked it up, and I discovered that uh, slugs and snails, totally different things. No way. I, I legitimately thought a, a, a slug could become a snail if it came across a shell. And just threw it on its back. Yeah, essentially, I figured that was true. I guess I never really thought much about it. Yeah. Turns out, totally different. Mm. I can imagine some, like, snails looking this up right. about us. They'd be like, oh, so, like, primates and humans are... Basically the same. They're all the same. They're like, monkeys <laughs> humans are all... They, they basically look the same. We can't tell the difference, you know? Right. Um, so, slugs evolved from snails many separate times, but... There are no records of a snail ever having evolved from a slug. So Hmm. it's like they kind of split off at one point, and one was like, okay, we're going to go this way. We're not going to fuck with these shells. The other one's like, dude, what if it's like a Jehovah's Witness comes up? You just want to be in your shell. You're just going to like hide out for a while. keep it closed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So in addition to that, the shocking fact that I learned, Stephen, is I, I thought, oh, okay, cool. So we've got snails that have shells. Maybe they're, like, gifted that at birth. Mm-hmm. There are, like, three wise snails that show up sure. with, like, frankincense, myrrh, and a, a shell. That's a story and I heard. Like, Here you go. <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> it makes sense. But turns out the slugs have a shell. They've evolved to have smaller and smaller shells, so much so... That they internalize their shell. But all this to say, slugs have shells. They're just inside of them. Isn't that so fucking wild? The, the, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. So, so snails have uh-huh. shells on their backs. Right. Slugs have shells inside their guts. So what you're really telling me is that not only are slugs not like snails, but mm-hmm. but but to a slug, they are the shell. They man. are the exterior. Yeah, wow, dude. they're the exterior, oh, man. Damn, dude. To well, you know what I mean. Like they're the shell man, of the shell, what, man. And that's what Big Shell doesn't want you to know, dude. 
They don't want you to know about Little Shell. Like, dude, leave me alone. I got I I just have to preface this real quick though before we go any further mm-hmm. with this topic that um, when you looked this up online, it 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 was like a reputable website you looked this up on, right? Of course, yeah. You know me, Stephen. I always go to Pornhub.com to look up my facts. For so I went there. I I typed in flat Earth Google. Right. I entered in the the question, <laughs> and then it it simply popped up at me. Um, but yeah, so I found this on on Google. Uh, the first one uh, about uh, the evolution of snails uh, mm-hmm. alongside slugs, or I guess uh, slugs evolving from snails, was from a website called thetech.org. Yeah, thetech.org. They have all of your slug information. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the other thing about the uh, the internal shells, that's from carnegiemnh.org. So, oh, Museum of Natural History. Oh, that sounds legit. Yeah. You know how you can, uh, you can like pour salt on a slug and it'll like melt? You know what? That's, that's the genesis of this conversation, Stephen. Oh, okay. Yes. That's the other thing? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I wonder, I've never tried to do that to a snail. And it's funny because when you asked me today, did I think a snail and a slug were the same thing, essentially without the house? Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, of course they are. But then I realized that I'm part of the patriarchy because I thought, oh, I've killed many slugs with salt as a kid, but I never tried to harm a snail mm. with salt because I, I realized really? they were they were part of the gentry and I wasn't allowed to. So I was I was perpetuating <laughs> okay. the, the patriarchy myth there, you know, by keeping the, the wow. rich richer and the poor melted mm. with salt. You know, I'm part of the problem. I've never done that. I've never Ever? done the uh, the salt on a, a slug thing because I guess I'm a good person. But um, <laughs> hey, you know what? You did. <laughs> you, but Look, the I've thing eaten is snails you, before, though. You've killed real people, though. Yeah, but they had it coming. Okay, it was a different yeah. different time. It was I the mean, '80s. Look, I, I I wanted those shoes real bad. <laughs> you know? He had them. It's okay if you them. want. Right. Yeah. Did you also just tell me before that, when I cut you off, that you've eaten snails? Yes, escargot. And have you eaten slugs? Wee wee, see vous play. You see would. my plate. You would. Mm-hmm. It's empty. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, I know you're kind of you're kind of like that. Mm. You would eat a slug, wouldn't you? I can look at your eyes right now, and I can. See I mean, you know, slug, not now that I know lust. they're filled with shells. Yeah. Oh yeah, that crunch in the middle. Oh mm. man, it's just slug crunch. Ugh. Like they're doing it wrong, you know. Like there's no benefit to them carrying the shell inside them. I don't understand it, and I don't like it. That makes me feel very uncomfortable. Is, is no. it just like no. you're saying that they have a skeleton? Yeah, I just had this realization that that's what we are. We're just slug people. We have our, <laughs> our shells or our bones. It's pretty gross well, to think about. Instead of a skeleton. It's a shellatan, Stephen. Hey. That's what we have. <laughs> and I think we've hit our sink where... I think we have. <laughs> I like I, it. I wonder if that TV show Young Sheldon touches on this because he's like... Uh, his name is Sheldon. That's right. Really, that's really it. That's, that's just the that's part the of idea. Well, that's the entirety of that, that thought exercise. I bet you're There's right, a, though. No thought exercise. <laughs> So what was the sync word? Uh, Shelaton. Shelaton. 
Shelatin. Yeah. Let's do it. When I was laid up in the hospital, they brought me some shelatin to eat. Oh, was it good? Was it lime? Oh, lime, lime shelatin. Yes. Yeah. Mm, I love a lime shelatin in the morning. You know, they say that gelatin is ground up like bone or something yeah. like that. Basically, it's gelatin. like a powder. Mm-hmm. Basically, shel- basically, shel- okay. Sink word is now basically shelatin. <laughs> okay. All right. So, um, let's sink with basically shelatin on three. Mm-hmm. One, two, three. Basically, basically shelatin. shelatin. There we go. Excellent. A lot of people for for Christmas uh-huh. and you know the new year just after uh, they wanted to get in shape, so they were gifted a uh, shelaton. And uh, oh, you just walk really, 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 really slow on it. Oh, okay. But you have to carry a large house yeah. on your back, which is, it helps. Exactly. Yeah, right, that's right, the right. thing. Yeah. You got to just engage the core, you know? Yeah. I mean, I've heard that so many times. Yeah. Just you now. I've heard Other it. examples? On my gelatin uh, Thank you, exercise yeah. equipment. <laughs> Hold on. There's an upcoming new gelatin. It's, it works. This is a term that we all love. Uh, good. Uh, good. L P A S.